Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We have celebrities on the red carpet, behind the red carpet, or in my case, under the red carpet. Uh, we have actress and funny lady, Beth Dover is here from Orange is the New Black, Another Period, which is how I got out of gym class, uh, and Wet Hot American Summer, with international host, producer, and Instagram hottie. Carl Schmidt is here from ABC, and ABC's On The Red Carpet, with my guest co-host, my twisted sister, who knows who's the Mr. Brandon Liberati, celebrity hairstylist and reality TV personality, and me, your favorite host with the deepest voice. So let the games and drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, well, that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On The Rocks. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It's going to be a bumpy night because I know everything about y'alls. Uh, <laughs> buttons and bows and pantyhose, this is On The Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. We have the queen of beauty and style here. Well, we have many beauty queens here today. <clears throat> but I wanted to share a little story about myself because I'm very uh, transparent. You know how you shouldn't do, like, things beauty-wise at home that you know you should go to a salon for? Like, even when you were kids, like, cut your own hair or, like, cut tweeze your, your own... Yes, right. like... What have you trimmed inappropriately? Well, see, that's just it. I would never share that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tidy homes are happy, yeah. home. Come on, <laughs> It's like the Amazon forest there. Uh, no. Oh, God, no. It's not. I'm just telling <laughs> My male viewers and female viewers. Um, but my friend said, you know, your ears are getting a little fuzzy. And you know how when you get older, well, not that everybody here is older, but hair literally starts to grow in places that hair should never even think about traveling. And so I had these little ear fuzzes. Mm. So I had a, like an emergency, like I had to go take pictures yesterday for something and film a little something. So I went and I ran across the street to Rite Aid and I got Nair. <gasps> for those of you that don't know Nair, you don't know what Nair no, is? No, I know what Nair oh, is. I'm like, why ears? would you put Nair on your ears? Nair. That's going to make it real red. Okay, well, here's the story. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, Thank God yes. they're covered we, now so I that know. the people well, watching. No, look how, like, no, okay. it's actually not bad. No, it was yesterday. So I, I put it on, and I was like, okay, and you know, it smells awful. It smells mm -hmm. like a cucumber salon in, like, like Guadalajara. Yeah, it's really bad. It was I like, like the smell of cucumbers, but there you No, go. but Nair is like fake cucumber. It's like Calcutta in June. It's like something's yeah. off here. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I, I was like, oh, look at all the hair come out. My ears were so red. Yeah. I was like Rudolph's gay cousin, like the red-eared like uh, reindeer. Yeah. It was so awful. It was bright red. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could have told you that. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I should have called you. I know. You should have. Since I was stalking you for like the last <laughs> week, I'm like, watch <laughs> everything <laughs> Beth has done. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh There's God, our first what have I rabbit. signed up for? Yeah, I know, poor Carl is what like... What have I said yes to? I've interviewed the queen! Well, <laughs> Almost, a few of them anyway. Yes, well, hello. Okay, um, so first rapid fire. This is how we're doing it. During the show, we're, we're sporadically going to break out in rapid fire. I'm scared. So the first rapid fire for y'alls is worst mi mishap you have done to yourself at home beauty-wise. Like home... From the uh, years. I slipped with the shave guard once on the clippers. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, God, and now Back you're to Jewish. that tidy home as... Well, no, no, oh, I, oh. you know, oh. I was manscaping, yes. and the, I didn't set the clipper guard as what I thought it was, mm -hmm. and so then I looked like a seven-year-old oh, for well, a while. Oh, well, I'm sure half which of our I, viewers are like, oh! No, but I think that's the thing for millennials, of which yes. I'm not one, but... Uh, okay, that's a pretty good share, by the way. Now I mean, I have, have had a near mishap, but that was in high school. 
But I've I, I've had. Uh, what was the mishap? Like, I just it, it got really red. It was too hot. I burnt myself. I just yeah. think putting my legs. cream on that incinerates hair. Yeah, and your skin. We're gonna find other health problems with this down the line. <laughs> but they but they sell it so well. It's like no pain, no mess, no skin. I don't know how it stayed in business this long because it's quite bad. They have different versions now. There's for your face, which is the one I got. There's for delicate areas, and then there's for legs. Okay, but when the I did it, it was just areas one. Are still. Yeah. Well, it's stupid me, but I was in a pinch. I got into it. Okay, what's yours, Brandon, Mr. Mr. Beauty and, and Style? It would have been manscaping, but not that I took the hair too short, that I actually nicked myself. Oh, so, oh God, yeah. no, I can't. Ouch. Oh, yeah. God, no. I was wearing a tight pair of jeans once. That's why I don't wear tight pants. Yeah. <coughs> is, that, is that why? Yeah, but my, my voice is still high. Do you hear it? It's, <laughs> it's my beautiful tenor. Uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our air back. Driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sports I'm good at, for which I have won many awards. If you consider community service an award, boop, boop. Uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, United uh, Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live right now on Trending Now app in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and on the West Coast on GED Magazine, the largest LGBT print and online magazine on the West Coast. Well done. Yes, you go, GED. And nationally on Queer 40. Check out my movie news on Queer 40, now with video. This week I talk about Han Solo is coming back for the next Star Wars film. Kind of. Anybody here a Star Wars fan? Hello. Uh, yeah. I've never seen it. Do I have to leave now or? I drink. Really, I, if that's I it, know. You I'll have drink. To I'll get drink. The it's a drink. Drink. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm really sorry. I have never met somebody, honestly, that has not seen Star Wars. At this point, honestly, at this point, it's a point a point of pride because yeah. everyone has this reaction. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just yeah. never going to see it because people freak out. I've never seen The Godfather, any of the movies, and now I'm like, I'm not going to see it. Oh, but The Godfather is. Right. That's how I am with Game of Thrones. Oh, I've I never can't seen get into it. I watched 10 minutes, I'm like, it's a renaissance fair with like prettier <laughs> I was, people. I was super into it, but then I had a kid and it ruins television. Right. Now it's like the Wiggles. And Jon Snow, <laughs> like, he's not that, like, mm. everybody's like, oh God, yeah. winter's coming. Right. <laughs> Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow. Yeah. I'm like, who's Jon Snow? Next. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, well, you're not that excited, but Harrison Ford is coming back for the movie. Kind of, like I said, go to queer40.com to figure out how. Also, the new Chucky, uh, Kurt, you have to play the, the, the picture of this poor, this poor doll. Chucky is back. He's being re rebooted. Re that I'd Reboot. Say. Okay. I love Jennifer. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's, she's not in it. It's, cool. it's Aubrey Plaza. Anyway, uh, so the new images for Chucky came out, and mm. apparently so did he. He looks like the mean gay kid that makes fun of your outfits at recess. Oh. Look at this. He's got, like, oh. that haircut and, like... He's real smirky. He's very yes. smooth, too. Yes. He's been... His little eyebrows He's been nared. Yeah. He, he but yeah, like the eyebrows the have been... The drag queens when they're in their interviews. <clears throat> yes. Drag. Yeah, right, yeah. Right? Like, Mayhem Miller, when <laughs> yeah. she was here, I was like, oh, girl, you look a little rough. But no, he looks super, super gay. It's like, Chucky... There's He's like got an very accent. big eyes. I don't know what he's been doing. Yeah, well, he's been looking at your grinder profile. Ba -ba. I don't have one. Incidentally, we had Wilson Cruz here, and he admitted he had one. He pulled it up there, and he was two feet away from me. There you go. Did you guys go through it? Uh, no. No, okay. no, he's the friend. Okay. Uh, anyway, so go to queer40.com. Uh, the show is brought to you in media <laughs> partnership with Here TV. Here TV reaches millions of viewers each month, has produced Academy Award winning films and Emmy Award nominated shows. On the Rocks now appears on Amazon Prime, HereTV.com, Here TV app for free. Whoop, whoop, courtesy of Here TV. Our website has been updated. Everything you could ever want to know and more. 
Hmm. Uh, at ontherocksradioshow.com. Mama Rose is in the chat room on ubngo.com and United Broadcasting and Facebook. Ask her your questions. Uh, she'll answer it. If it's a burning question, she's going to text me and I'll answer it right here on the air. Keep her busy. She's next to the vodka. Last time she set me up with a magician named Herbert who disappeared <laughs> when the check came. Uh, that's a good one. Well, and Beth knows a little something about magic. I'm so upset okay. about this. She worked really at the. Done your research. Oh yeah, girl. Oh, I even oh. pulled your paste up from Magic Castle. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. You were a, a, a bartender there for six years at the Magic Castle. Yeah, oh, which, six years. Which, which one? Which bar? All of them. But oh like the, the one downstairs, the right? One with like sure. the card guy. The card father. Main. Uh, yeah. Oh well. The card That's father. He's the first person I worked for. I had like Stockholm syndrome with him because when you first get a job somewhere, they put you at the bar that gets the least amount of play. And yeah. that's the one he was down there with. And he was just this kind of mentally <laughs> deranged gentleman. And eventually I understood what I could speak his version of crazy. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was like his Ed McMahon to his, uh, you know, <laughs> I was the bartender, but I was back there for 10 hours with him. Like I had to figure it out. It sucked. Well, and I used to hang out the with The food there sucks too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's gotten better, I think. And it's like $200 for like a salad. It's like, I don't even want a salad. No, it's like magic, but it's like a... Magic what, what food. Is that, what is that? Yeah. Uh, medieval yes. lights or something, but for magic. Or, you know, yes. I could sit in that piano room, though. Well, that ghost, that place. And just scream things. Oh. And like, it'll play everything. <laughs> it, 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 played, it, it played Madonna once. Irma, yeah. yeah Irma. Irma knows it all. You know, uh, I would go back now. You know, I've taken some time. We should take some time off. I would go back now. It is really fun. If, if you're wasted from bar to bar, it's fun. Yes. Here's the thing, too. If you walk through there with somebody that knows the, the history the castle, oh. I could, so much that's things out of movies. Yes. 100%. There's like, all kinds oh of cool gosh. stuff. There's people's ashes places. Yeah, it's there's all kinds so of cool amazing. stuff. Set pieces yeah. from Witches of Eastwick. Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. Um, there's Hello the, Dolly. Yes. yes yeah, Hello yeah, Dolly. Yeah. And the Hello Dolly bar. bar. There's... Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Oh gosh! What's the guy with the big? No it doesn't matter. His trick pick one. His <laughs> trick, pool, trick pool table back in the day is yeah, yeah, yeah. there. So a lot of oldie timey stuff. Is Jimmy, there. Durante. Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. And if you forget your tie, they have you pick from a pile of ties, and they're Neil Patrick Harris's ties because he used to be uh, the president of the board there. He was. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Was. Um, I used to hang out with Gay Blackstone all the time. Okay. So yeah. we would. I mean, yeah. She loved to drink too. <clears throat> a lot of them do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In fact, all of it them. It helps do. pass the time, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> you know, especially when you're watching magic. Having said that, some magic is good. Close-up magic. The magicians like. are amazing. Right. Yeah, they, Not they to put do. That down, but you can only take so much of it. It's like okay. Yeah. After a while, oh. I was like, I have to please yeah. get me out of here. I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I was like the only brown person in the whole building. By the way, it's a lot. It, I gotta say, it's the most Republican of yes. the performing arts. Magic. Magic, magicians, okay. yeah. yeah. That's very true, because there's a lot of old school, traditional, yes. English, like Houdini mm -hmm. oh, I love era. The Houdini room. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. Good. That's good. Yeah. Let's just say they don't have Taco Tuesday <laughs> at Magic Castle. <laughs> uh, hello to our engineer, Kurt. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for dressing up. Of course. Kurt. He always. looks great. No, he looks like a lesbian cocktail waitress on an oil rig. Like, that's what he dresses up as. Well, I'm not on camera. What do I care? Oh, I have to look at you, Kurt. <laughs> uh, Kurt, do you have a pun for us? You're I, so punny. I always have a pun for you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. I'm apologizing in advance. Yeah, if you're too busy to, to fix a flat tire, you need to find some uh, spare time. Oh, yeah. That was, that like was one of your wonderful. worst. <laughs> that was actually one of your worst. That was I have a, a drink. Yeah, yeah let's all. You kind of let that one go. Like, you're, you yeah. got to find some uh, spare time. Yeah. Like you, you, you threw didn't even, that you away. Even, yeah, that's you threw his away. unique delivery. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, that's what I do. Oh, that's, yeah, that's your job. That's my thing. Okay, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. And no, Kirk was gone for one week, and all I got was emails, where's the pun? Where's the pun? I'm like, hello, we had like an Academy Award winner on the show. What do you mean, where's the pun? I mean... 
it, it's it's important. It's the important part of the show. Fans, yeah. you know, he's got his fans. Yeah, he's got his fan base. Yeah. Straight people need a voice in entertainment too. There you go. <laughs> uh, like us on Twitter, do Instagram, <laughs> at On the Rocks on Air, Facebook On the Rocks Radio Show. Send me an email. Book me for a funeral, wedding, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will be there. Info at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com. Want to hang out with me on the road real fast? Uh, Thursday, this Thursday actually, uh, I return to Santa Ana College for their second annual Drag Ucation. It's a fun evening of drag history, performances, Q and A, and it really is for the LGBT and beyond. So last year we had a lot of straight people that always wanted to ask questions about drag and demystify it. And it's so down to earth. We mm -hmm. had so many families involved. And so it wasn't like, you know, a night at, at Mickey's or Rage or whatever. It was uh, really informative and we learned the history of drag and we got to ask questions. Uh, they sold out. I'm MC again. So go on Thursday. Uh, support their LGBT group there. Uh, it's at sac.edu slash communication for more info. Uh, and sneak backstage. I have a huge backstage area, and they provide. I've me heard that about free. you also. How uh, dare you, sir? I'm a blouse. You walked into that. You did yes. that on purpose. Well, I backed into it. Oh! <laughs> feminine top, sweetie. I'm a blouse. Feminine top. I love okay. sound effects. That's yes. even. Just... <laughs> That's how you know it's professional, Carl. I do. We don't have that at ABC. I was going to say I on no. the red carpet. I think you need more like doink. We do. George <laughs> Pinocchio and I need more doink. People have been saying that for years. You've heard that. Uh, it's going to be on TV. TMZ yeah, tomorrow. Right. Carl needs more doing. More doing. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Oh uh, my, Kurt! Did you buy a new like sound machine? Kirk's <laughs> fingers keep slipping. I will tell you, he's always alert when we have a pretty straight woman in the studio. He's always alert. Oh. Yes. Okay. I a think he's here a, a straight woman. Or a That's you were referencing me, yes. or <laughs> and Beth is here too. So. And Beth is here as well. <laughs> um, Only uh, on the third Wednesday of the month, yes. am I a pretty straight woman? Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Saturday, May fifth, I will be at the opening night of the Secret Garden, a limited three-week run at 3D Theatricals' latest production at Cerritos Center for the. Performing Arts uh, only runs May 3rd through 19th. Beautiful musical uh, with some truly beautiful, uh, amazing lyrics and melodies. It's going back to Broadway in a few months. The show has a special place in my heart. Secret Garden was the very first Broadway show I ever saw in my entire life. Original Daisy Egan, who won the Tony Award, was on it. And then years later, she appeared on the radio show. She guest co-hosted for a while. Um, so go to... Uh, 3dtheatricals.org. Get your tickets now. Meet me at the bar opening night. I love hanging out at the bar opening night because you hear everybody like, you know? Yes, okay. I had a random Daisy Egan story about, I worked. You probably could swap stories. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, my point, well, maybe, I don't know. I remember S Factor, do you know what that is? Like pole dancing class? It was big. I missed that. It was big like 10 years ago. That's how Carl stays fit for the red carpet. But it's good. I dance on poles. Oh, they did? No, they did Polish. Well, I guess that makes sense. Little, no, he okay. was no, sorry. No, he, he, he was no. It's okay. good for your core, but she used to work the reception <laughs> there, and I and I recognized her from Broadway as a child, like from her Broadway. She was working at the stripper, I think. No, it was. It's very it, at the time. It's that's a it, it's a it fitness like a, center. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it was like very. It was in, like she was at Barry's. Exactly. It well, was she's like, very open about you know there were years that the work wasn't coming and you know. Yeah, she's this like, was, I mean, this at was home. exactly. Well, no, I remember this was probably 10, 11 years ago, or if, yeah, if not yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, probably around that time. And uh, and by the way, it was like a totally on the up and up, nice, yeah. fancy yeah. fitness center place. But I recognized her oh, from, uh, you know, from, what is it, Secret Garden? Yeah, she was the yeah. youngest Tony Award yeah. winner Young, for a Tony long time winner. until somebody else yeah. came and took that. No, yeah. she's awesome. She's awesome. Is that cutting off your blood supply? Would you, no, I like, do you disrobe as we go through this? You guys, I'm so weirdly bloated. Like, I can't even, like, I don't know what's nair. happening. It's the nair. It's the nair. You've had an allergic reaction I've been doing nair. a lot of fiber, and it's supposed to, like, not do that. And, like, I don't know what's happening. I'm turning in, like, Veruca, uh, whatever her name is. How much fiber? 
a lot. And I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. You want to see me else on the road Saturday, Please. May 18th from Sorry. 11 to 4 p.m. at West Hollywood Park in West Hollywood. I am serving as MC for Vanderpump Dogs World Dog Day with all the Bravo liberties that That's you can throw already. a stick right. at. NBC is going to be there. ABC is going to be there. Did you know that, Carl? I didn't know that. Um, and everyone's uh, going to be on stage, and I'm hosting the, the dog show, and they want me to do like a best in show type commentary where I'm so bad. Yeah. So you, you've been oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I get to introduce Lisa and the cast of Vanderpump Rules on stage, and they're filming it for Vanderpump Rules. So awesome. if you're in the area, come on, see me uh, on stage, and come be a part of uh, Bravo history. Uh, Real Fast Gay Wine Weekend is a three-day celebration food, wine, and the ambiance of the wine country for our LGBTQ community. I am hosting the Drag Brunch. It's July 18th through the 21st in Sonoma County. Go to gaywineweekend.com. Let me reintroduce my bestie for tonight to On the Rocks. No stranger to On the Rocks with a much shorter bio. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Liberati is an international celebrity, hairstylist, beauty style influencer, and television personality. He divides his time between LA, San Francisco, New York. He's not only a well-known hairstylist working with some of the top TV, movie, music, and Broadway stars, he is also known for being in front of the camera as well as behind, working with celebrities include Khloe Kardashian, Anne Winters, Teresa, uh, Teresa Giudice. Is you that guys. how she's, oh, now she's changed it again? Oh, because it was Giudice. Yeah, it was. Okay. Rose McGowan, Beth Dover, boop, boop. Mercedes Javid, Naomi Grossman, Caroline Stansbury. His influential style and beauty expertise are featured in magazines such as InStyle, WWD, New Beauty, Essence, Women's Health, QP, Posture. His client list includes talent on shows like American Horror Story, Two Broke Girls, American Housewife, Will and Grace, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and Orange County, Insatiable, 13 Reasons Why, Orange of the new black and Shaws of Sunset. This He's, is actually shorter. Yeah, no, it is. is Carl's like, Carl's <laughs> like, what? Is I'm just happening? looking at the pretty pictures oh, on gorgeous, the screen. Gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. your great work. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is the star of an international hit reality show, Newlyweds, the first year with his husband, Craig Ramsey. He has appeared on Shaws of Sunset, Watch What Happens Live, American Beauty Star, BuzzFeed, and RuPaul's Drag You. Please welcome to the show, Brandon Liberati. Yay. I love Brandon. I like your last name, Liberati. Liberati. It's so like, yes. Yeah. The minute I met you, I was like, how can we be friends? Yeah. How can we be friends? But we were. And you are. And you know what? We we did have an instant connection. You know that every photo that you put up of Beth, like on the promo, I did her hair in all of them. Yeah. And your cosmopolitan spread, like everything. Gorgeous, gorgeous. So I got this question from um, a makeup artist. And I am so lucky to be a friend because whenever uh, one of your client friends is in town, uh, you bring them to the show, like Jen Bartels, uh, Danielle Staub, uh, Miss Beth Dover. Um, but the question is, is you work with them on certain projects. Like Bravo says, hey, you need to be this person's hairstylist for this show. You end up touring with them or you're working on like American... Um, uh, I, I wish that's how it worked. Oh, okay. No. I thought it so, was. So it's more about the, the, the person. Okay. So I'm I I'm connected to the person. So the the person will say, Brandon's doing my hair. I'm bringing him on. Yeah. You must pay so, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. does my hair. Yeah. Nobody else. No, but that's how that's, that's how it's that's done. How it works, right? And yeah, it's from movie it's premieres done. to filming to to yeah. Bravo TV, like the diaries. But here's Unless the question. <laughs> and they're like the <laughs> Netflix hair so Gestapo. I know. Yeah. Do you know Netflix took over LATV's whole studio where we filmed? Yeah. Glitter Bomb? Yeah. yeah. Oh, with my friend Patrick. Oh, Gomez. Oh, yes. So he's my co-host on Glitter Bomb. Well, I know ne- that, and I was at his birthday TV on show? Saturday. Yes. Oh, you were there? I was, I was supposed there. to be there. It was at Revolver. I went. Who's Let's the just say, friend? there's three of us hosts. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Anyway, next. Sorry, I yeah. derailed. Where's no, no, no. the wine? But you, Come on. 
there's more wine. There's vodka here. No, but uh, oh, there's no more wine. I can't. Well, uh, yeah, selfish. Just go to the Stoli. It's fine. Um, but here's the question: Is when you have to move on to a new project, like you know, when you worked for Jen Bartels, her her show stopped, yeah. or Danielle's filming stopped, you have to move on. You, you're called back to San Francisco. You do the hair for the for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Oh God, can I just please be your assistant for? The 49ers have the, their the hair done. Yes. Hang on yes. a second. I. I'm from Utah. I'm an ex-Mormon. So, the more men, the better. So, yeah. So, I stayed... Exactly. Can we talk about that during this? No. Thank you. Kurt has a bromance crush on I, you. Oh, yeah. no, I have one on him. Yeah, well... <laughs> you know how many comments I got? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I could show you, but I won't because I'm a lady. <laughs> I want to see. Well, well um, I'm going to be asking you some of those, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah, so Steve Young is, is a client of mine, and I love his family. No, you know, obviously... The, was the quarterback of the, the 49ers. And I You're asking them. I totally <laughs> knew that. Like, like the two of them. Did I'm you like, know that? Huh? No. Do you know no. that I'm actually into football? Like, for real. I watch the games. Yeah. I have the jerseys. Like, I love football for real. Steve Young is the descendant of Brigham Young. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yes. I did not know yeah. that. Is, he, yeah, is yeah. he a practicing Mormon? He is. He is. Does he wear the is, garments under his uniform? Um, I don't... That's like two horns in one. His, <laughs> his wife, though, is a great friend of mine. She is... Her brother's gay, and he heads the GMCLA. Oh. So what's um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, you just put me on the spot and I can't. I just forgot it. But anyway, Michael Smith. I do. Yeah. Well, GMCLA, you, you guys do amazing work. Yes, they thank could you. Use a, a makeover. I love your sister. Awkward. No sound effect there, was there? There you go. go. No, okay. Yeah. We're doing rapid fire, but 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 finish. finish. Um, I was just gonna say. So, being an ex-Mormon, I have a connection to a lot of people like Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons, um, Tyler from Neon Trees. So, there's a there's a group of us that were really proactive with. With. How long did you stay in the Mormon shirt? Like, how long were you a Mormon? Um, I was raised in Utah, so it's sort of like... But when did you leave? Like, at what age were you like, I'm not going to be a Mormon I anymore? actually had to write a letter to the, the yeah, bishop you have to, and, yep. like, tell them okay. that I'm not going to be this anymore. Because they, they, had, they had come out and said that being homosexual is worse than uh, child molestation mm -hmm. or... Um, murder at right. that point so I was like I wrote my little letter and yeah I was out so how so old were you, were you I, right at that point I was 18 18 yeah and I have one more question and I know mm -hmm. we have to do rapid fire um did did when at the age of 12 to 18 did you have to once a year go in there and talk about like have you had sex with people yes you and did, did you lie you have to um, talk to I, a bishop about like any everything yeah, it's everything you have to wear like a white garment there's a whole like procedure well so, not when you're a little kid and is it weird? Do they ask you very specific questions? They, they do. They ask you if you masturbate you that. and, yeah. you know, that all of really that. Wet. Like when you go to and would you sit there and go, yes, I masturbate? Did you, would you just I lie? would masturbate after he asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> more, nothing more of a turn on than being asked yeah. if you do. We're going to be <laughs> cut down by the Mormons. From a 50-year-old man, you're like, <laughs> That's 12. Like, Great. Right. That's right. so weird. All right, Daddy, you yeah. want me to masturbate? I'm I'll masturbate. I'm really into dirty talk now. Sorry. Anyway, but you would lie, right? Like, that's what people do. They just lie. Like, I, yeah, no, I, I lied in confession when I went for yeah. Catholic church. Yeah, I was raised Catholic all my life. Yeah. 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 I, I, I Catholics are good at lying, it turns well, out. Yeah, yeah. It? And being a hypocrite. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was, I was half my Italian Catholic <laughs> and then Mormon. So. 
Well, you and you're, you're Jewish. There's no other than like Yom well, Kippur when you say, sorry. I'm like, half Jewish and I'm half Southern Baptist. Oh so my, my God. Yeah. So both my parents were married three times each. I'm a product yeah. of their second marriage. So I was raised with my mom, my Southern Baptist mom. So I, I, as I feel Jewish, like culturally as yeah. a human, I feel like I'm Jewish, but I know nothing about Judaism. I know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the church that I went to would be a Southern Baptist church. Oh my God. If I was going to go back into religion, I think I would raise my family uh, Jewish. Yes. I was in Israel for two I don't have enough like the I don't have enough soul. I don't have enough like vim and vigor. I disagree. <laughs> Your vim and vigor is through the roof. I mean, and no, no, no. Here you don't be a Baptist. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who was your first kiss? Brandon, you go first. My what mother. kind of kiss? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, but what like, kind of kiss? Yeah, like, Look at Carl getting to French the nitty gritty. Is, it, French? is yeah, there a little tongue great. action? Yeah, yeah, French kiss. Um, my girlfriend in, um, I can't even remember her name. And where, where was it? Yeah. I, was, I was probably 14. It was right before I came oh. out. Oh, yeah. you came out at 15? At 14. Oh, my God. And you still had to see the bishop every year? I, well, that's what the bishop after, started after calling frequently. Like, uh, well, <laughs> you better come back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Fascinating. No. Who was your first French kiss? His name was Eric Incarnation. It was during oh. a, uh, a game of Spin the Bottle, and I was 13 years old, and um, we went into a closet. And he and I, it was very dark. And all I remember is uh, the foreplay was him like trying to find my head and going, "Is this your head?" And I go, "Yeah." That happens in West Hollywood every time. Don't we? Yeah, don't. He, I've, please. Uh, yeah. How many times have I you heard that? Classy. I probably. Yeah, that's my head. Yeah, yeah that's my head. And then he just like kind of went for it. Everybody's first French kiss is so awful because yeah. he's like, "What is that?" Yeah, it seemed like it's so. Bleh. If you think about just the, just kissing in general, it's very odd. Oh, I, I remember. I mean, I love to kiss, but yeah. I'm just saying like Cassandra Fitzsimmons. And we hit each other's teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. How about with braces? I had braces. I had braces at that time, too. <laughs> Real yeah, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Carl, your first French kiss. Uh, it was, I don't remember her name like you, but she yeah. was a dancer in a pantomime that my older brother was doing. You don't have to brag about it. Uh, well, <laughs> she, was a she was a dancing girl. I don't remember her name, but it was in the wings of a stage in a theater in Leicester, England. That is the gayest French kiss story I have ever heard in my life. The yes, it was. That's the gayest, straightest story. Well, there you go. That's you fancy. Asked. Carl's oh, a fancy man. Like, like it was in the wings of the ballet. Well, it was in the ballet, but close. Okay. That was the yeah. gayest. I don't remember her name, though. The gayest first French kiss of a woman. And look yeah, what I happened. Love it. And look yes, how it all turned out. Now you're an international uh, host and producer. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's see. Who is a superhero you would want to be, male or female? I don't, do what? A superhero you would want to be in real life. Oh. Male or female. Let's start with Beth. Wonder Woman. Really? I don't, I'm not a superhero person. I so hate the honestly, movies, but okay. I, I don't watch all the things. Yeah. So. Wonder Woman, I can see you. I, I can see you. Who, who's the one that Rebecca uh, Romaine was? Oh. The blue. Uh, I'd want to be her. Yeah. What was her name? Kurt, you know. You're like a comic book Harry she Potter. She was very scaly, Disney. right? Yes. She was like a fish. She was like or Shadow something. or something? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't and then Jennifer Lawrence be. took her rollover. Yeah. Ageist. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Really? I'm not a big superhero person. Yeah. I'm this sorry. was the worst rapid fire question I've I'm ever so, asked well, in my you, life. Yeah, this right. sucks. You I know. I, it's our fault. I, no, I I'm not a big. I just yeah. not. I, I, I occasionally will go see one of those movies. They're fun. Yeah. I, I'm just not my world. It's not even. Yeah. Super, I have who's to the superhero I want to be? Like my dad. My dad. There you go. 
My that favorite so movie at nine. That's really oh. sweet. Oh, yeah. super. Oh, okay. That's nice. Sorry. <laughs> Good answer. And you're the only <laughs> one that chose a man. <laughs> that chose like, a girl. Give it. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> and no, I was saying my favorite movie at nine was same time next year with Alan Alda and Ellen Burstyn. Like I'm not a. I wasn't watching like <laughs> <Yeah>. cartoons. <laughs> no, like, that's that's what I mean. Heavy. Like I love it. Yeah, that is heavy. Yeah. When I was five years old, I escaped from my mom at the mall, and they couldn't find me for hours. I was watching Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> yeah, see this by myself. Oh, that's my how God. I would be. I used to bring a, a small Watchmen. Uh, the the show Fame would come <laughs> yeah. on, oh. and I'd be at the water park, and I'd watch. I'd I'd like be like, I have to go. It's eleven o'clock because it would come in on in syndication. I'd, I'd walk away and watch Fame on my Watchmen. So I'm. This a, is how we knew we were yeah, supposed to be in entertainment because you couldn't get more bizarre, or more fascinating with the strangest. Thing. I was yeah, I like I was watching Tootsie at like age Ooh, yeah. six. Yeah, yeah. it's now a musical, by which, the way. And I have something to say. But actually, our friend Patrick went and saw a preview. Yes, I know it was all over his Instagram. And, oh yes, Mystique. Mystique. Oh, I think you met her at, like at your naked. pole dancing class. Yes. Yeah, she has an amazing body. Now Holy you can cow. see why I'd want to be her. You need to work but out. hang on, didn't Alan Cumming play a male version of that in one of the? Yes. He looked very similar in one of the X Men movies. Yes, and allegedly, no, I'm not. I, I can't. You don't want to get sued. Uh, no. One of my friends was part of the makeup team and had some interesting things to say. Oh anyway. God! All I want is to know that, see his, that information his right show? now. Show his show. Who Alan? Where he was naked. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Alan's great. I yeah. think he's a very talented he's man very and very a very nice man. Was, was it a short play? <laughs> it's actually supposed Such to be very impressive. Play. Should, <laughs> I met him once. I loved. Him. He was coming. delightful. Yeah, I'm, I'm he just teasing. He was I'm, I'm lovely. I'm teasing. And he has a great club now in New York called yes, Club I was coming. just there. Club Coming. I was just Isn't there. Well, you know how that. Can I tell you how that came about though? Because. He was doing cabaret on Broadway, mm -hmm. and every night after the show, he would have guests yeah. up to his yeah. dressing room. Yeah. Uh, and you'd go up there, and they had the little neon club coming sign, mm -hmm. and it was it was packed. And I was like, "How can you do this and then have to work tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you how do, how do you pull this off?" Some people just have the constitution of. He really does, no. but but out of that came club coming, and it, it is a lot of fun. I it's had a blast because he's so that. diverse in who he has on stage. It's not like yeah. we're only gonna have the elite of the elite, only the pretty boys. Everybody yeah. gets a voice, and that's what makes it. It's such a what Studio Fifty Four. If it was being rebooted, it would be. Club and he is yeah. a legit nice person. Yeah. There's no airs and graces or celebrity about yeah. Alan Cumming. He and uh, Graham Norton's another one. They're exactly oh. how you imagine them to be. Yeah. People Isn't always say nice? like, "Who do you want? Like, what do you want to do with your career?" And it's like Graham Norton in a heartbeat. That's all I want to do. You know, he's obsessed that's with Craig. Yo, I know because when Craig had his five-minute workout anywhere, in fact, we played a clip. He he showed it. Grant, yeah, Wait, yeah, why? Why Grant, is he obsessed with Craig? He just, well, he I mean, I am too. He but. thinks Craig's his fitness is so humorous. He loves it. Yeah, it's, he's yeah. featured it's his great. videos on like so Craig, many. Sh oh, yes. uh, his shows. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I literally just so watched smart, all so of your funny. husband vacuuming. I was just oh. like, I'm just gonna keep watching. Craig oh, vacuum. I watched it forwards, backwards, <laughs> and, and slow mo. You guys are the hottest couple. I mean, honestly, you really are. We're so different. It's real cute. That's so maybe why it works. Yeah. Yes. We really I'm so are. happy for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy for you and Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I mean, we don't vacuum, but it's fine. And I heard you had like the worst proposal ever, too. Oh, it was. God, how do you know that? I even know about oh. the dinner afterwards, by the way. Oh, God, it was awful. In a room by yourself, and you had to ring the little guy yes. to come in. Where did you I didn't mean little guy, like Asian, whatever. Like it Asian, because it, it was in Japan. Just I, know, yeah. I get so much. I mean, I could give you. I'll give you a Cliff Notes version. He proposed. It was bad. I was like, oh, I think I have food poisoning, and he was like, let's 
get a drink. Like, stand up and hug me. And I was like, stand up and hug you? Like, I have to poop. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, come on, give me a hug. And then we hugged, and then he got down on one, one knee. And, and this is after we had just decided never to be married ever, and this was 10 years into our relationship. So he basically just blindsided me with a proposal. And I was like, what are you doing? We're in a tiny Osaka, Japan uh, uh, room and I just like crawl up the walls and it was terrifying and then I go I need to take I said yes and then I go I gotta take a nap though and then when I woke up but it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon I like it was like a fight or flight response Jet I was lag, like and right? then goodbye um, and then we woke up and then we he was like let's go out let's go out but it's January 1st which is like a high holy day in Japan Everything's everything closed. is closed and we're in Osaka Japan so we, the one place that was open was this weird place where you like you know, it's like fondue in a way, and but shabu they, shabu. Sh yeah, I hate and, shabu shabu. It's like I love shabu shabu. But why do you have to tip after I did all the work? Yeah. Well, that's only. And I'm not vegetarian. That's, and it's only, all here. You are. that's yeah, only here. That's only here. You have to tip. But it's oily and. The I get into is... this conversation with my best friend Chris. All that we travel all yeah. over. But we just got funnily enough. I saw you just back on from Instagram. Sri Lanka. But we have this battle everywhere we travel. I'm all for tipping when tipping, but you go to certain countries, tipping is offensive. But he is. So ingrained in the tipping thing. I am too. And, like I sat to going, let me read the rules about Myanmar and tipping. Oh. Um, but I'm the same way. I tip no I matter feel bad. what. I'll be at McDonald's and be like, you know, even though yeah. I've dunked the nuggets myself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, quick story, and then we're done. And then you just have to like, and it's just like oily, and uh, uh, steam is coming up, and we're in a tiny room that we have to, Sweaty. in order to see another human being, you have to like press a button. And they just sort of poke their head in, and, like like and so you're just staring. Like and there's like a, and restaurant. there's like a fish tank behind him, and it's just me and uh, him staring out, at each other. The fish yeah. and throwing oh, them in the it was a nightmare. <sighs> but you know, it's uh, we, but we just celebrated are, our five year and our fifteen year total, five year married. And you guys weren't going to get married. You weren't going to have kids, and and and, and now look what happened. And now I'm a Glendale housewife. So you really keep your word. That's why Brandon does my hair. Right, I'm a Glendale right. housewife. I would love to see your confessionals. Like, 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 like spaghettios like dripping down. And like a script in the back for like I a mean, new web series. Like I, I just, a model I see is this. the nanny running yeah. around. I mean, you know, sometimes <laughs> yeah, that happens. You've happens. come over where I'm like, yeah. hey, I, I don't know what's happening. I love it. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed with all of you guys today. Uh, let's get the show on the road though. Let me formally introduce our fabulous guest. Beth Dover is one to watch. This year she returned to season six of the Golden Globe, Emmy, and SAG Award winning series, Orange is the New Black, uh, for Netflix as Linda, a bitch in heels, <laughs> literally. In addition to- Love it. Um, in addition to Orange is the New Black, she can be uh, seen starring in the third season of Comedy Central's historical satire series, Another Period, as Blanche, a maid with mental issues. Uh, she can also be seen reprising her role as Sherry in Netflix's Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later, a follow-up to the limited series Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp, starring, listen to this cast, you guys, Paul Rudd, Elizabeth Banks, Christopher Maloney, and his behind Janine Garofalo, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, Chris Pine, John Hamm, and Kristen Wiig. Um, and after an eclectic childhood growing up literally all over the place, she moved to New York City where she studied Meisner. She's fancy. She went on to settle in LA where she discovered improv comedy and fell even further in love with the craft. She landed the role of Nurse Beth on the satirical comedy TVC, uh, TV series Children's Hospital for Adult Swim. And if you haven't seen it, you must watch it and yes. binge watch it. Um, it's available on, um, it's, it's, it's on Amazon. It's not on Netflix, it, it, it's on Amazon now. Uh, it, additional, oh yeah. It should be on Netflix, right? Because Medical Police is coming out. We just did a spin-off series from Children's Hospital. But it's mm. not on. I don't know why, that. because Medical Police is on it, so why shouldn't Children's Hospital? Probably has Maybe to do it's with coming. like original, 
Yeah, maybe it has to do with like original yeah. contracts or, or, or whatnot. Anyway. Uh, additional TV credits include some of the biggest series in comedy, Burning Love, Son of Zorn, Bob's Burgers, New Girl, Truth Be Told, Difficult People, Fresh Off the Boat, uh, Newsreaders, Chasing Life, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Dads, American Housewife, and Whitney. On the film front, uh, she's appeared in Life Partners for, for Magnolia Pictures opposite Jillian Jacobs, Leighton Meester, uh, Gabourey Sibide. I always have to say her last name like that, Sibide. <laughs> uh, and a, uh, Adam Brody. <laughs> when she isn't on set, she's a strong supporter of Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, and the HRC. When not saving the world and appearing in every project we've ever loved, she is a mom, wife, magazine, glamazon, and karaoke goddess. Red Rover, Red Rovers, and Beth Dover, right over. <laughs> and, wow, yet I'm an and yet, and yet, I'm currently on a <laughs> I love when actors say that, and it's like, your IMDb is like, would you like to print this out and kill the Amazon forest? Yes, I would. Um, also making his debut in On the Rocks, Carl Schmidt, Australian-born television host and producer, has been busy on American, Canadian, and British televisions for the last 10 years. Southern Californian audiences know him as ABC7's Los Angeles station host and for his involvement with coverage of entertainment and red carpets on On the Red Carpet and his double-breasted tuxedo, I mean, that's what I was like, oh my God, I'm his Facebook friend. It was gorgeous. Thank you, Suit Supply. Oh, really? Because I'm going to yeah. ask you who, who, who takes care mm -hmm. of that. Uh, Carl gained international attention in 2018 when he publicly disclosed his HIV status on social media, making him one of, if not the only, HIV uh, positive broadcast journalist on US television, has changed the world of how we looked at HIV. Since his disclosure, he's become a passionate advocate in the fight against HIV stigma, which has taken him around the world and landed him on the 2018 Out 100 list, also in front of Miss Megan Kelly, which we're going to talk about. Uh, whether he's been covering the Academy Awards and entertainment news and red carpets for ABC, on the red carpet, or the Royal Wedding Live from London for TLC, or taking television viewers on an emotional journey mm. as the host of Logo's Operation Vacation for Anyone two seasons. Anyone remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Logo. Get it together, Logo. Uh, Carl has become one of Australia's most sought-after hosts abroad. Also very popular on Scruff and Grinder. I don't have either. Mm, somebody <laughs> has your pictures. Uh, his latest producing credits include On the Red Carpet at the Oscars, Cover Story, Meghan Markle, The Prince, and The Game Show Model for GSN, The Barry Humphreys Presented Passions, The Music Hitler Band for Sky Arts in the UK, and A Rich and Acquitted for Reels. You guys, he has worked with Miss Dame Edna herself. Please welcome Mr. Carl Schmidt. Yeah. It's me. Start, we're going to start a little easy, a little nice and slow. Oh, we're just getting started? No, we've, yes. we've been here for the 45 minutes. just got done. No, no, <laughs> we, have to, we have to loosen. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes, we're just starting now. We need to, I, but i got to say, I feel, I I feel really you, good about myself. My friend, my friend Christian in Atlanta is trying desperately, and he just keeps saying, it's not loading on the Facebook page. It's not loading on the Facebook page. Tell him to reload or pay for your said, internet, Christian. I have said reload a hundred times. He's like, I'm Has trying. He, is he on the Wi-Fi? And then he just said, is there nothing you can ask? I'm asking for somebody yes. in Atlanta who's trying to watch or, your Facebook. Or go to YouTube. Yeah. yeah, go to YouTube, All On right. The Rocks Radio Show. It's streaming live there. Go to YouTube. Okay, pardon me while I... Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Come on, Christian. Bump yes. up your Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. Um, Beth, I have to know, you appear regularly with, with a good group of, of, of funny people. Yeah. You see some of the familiar faces popping up, whether it's Wet Hot American Summer or Another Period. A lot of guys, a lot of big-name males in, in the industry... Do you think the presence of like misogynistic jokes or misogynistic characters? Do you think that that kind of has improved? Because you you've been you've been doing comedy for quite yeah, a long time. Yeah, I have been, and I'm. I mean, I have to take ownership of my own. Uh, I mean, I think about I, I did this vlog back in like 2008, 2009, and like even even I didn't 
said things off the cuff that were not uh, in any way hateful or wrong. I mean, right. like I did some joke about a mouse or something. It was just something dumb, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I would never in a million years say that today, kind of thing. And so I think I think we're all in a moment right now. We're all taking accountability for what has been said and done, and making sure that we can continue to make funny stuff that's not. Um, shitty or offensive to other people, and I, I don't. I and I think people who who say that, well, that means comedy's dead. That's not true. There's there's just a way to do it better. That's there's a way to walk that line. Yeah, and I, maybe it's funny because we think they're going over the line. Yeah, but I think the talent for the comedian is to stay just on that edge of the line stay on because the edge that's of line. where you sit there. Are they? Won't they? And that's when it becomes funny. Yeah, because you cross it, you just become mean, and there's a lot of yeah. comedians out there who are just quite frankly mean yeah and there's nothing i think overly clever about making mean jokes about people i agree with that and also like but i on the on yeah. the opposite end of the spectrum i will say like people uh and this is maybe where i'm showing my generation problem is that uh uh that i'm older <laughs> fine it's fine um <laughs> i'm not that old um ish so but like College kids now, if they if they go to certain comedy shows, right? They're over the age of eighteen. They have chosen to go to this particular comedy show. Um, they uh, feel triggered by a certain thing. But my whole idea is that if you're going to go to this show and you know who the comedian is, you should know what to expect. Right. And you're also an adult, and um, it builds character to hear perspectives that are also not exactly perfectly in line with your own. Thank goodness you've just said that. So so I think there's both. I hold both uh, in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I think that's very interesting because also, like you said, it's a fine line. Like, I remember a comedy. I used, I, I still love watching the roast from old classic Hollywood. Absolutely. They had sex jokes. They had uh, inappropriate mm -hmm. racist jokes, but it was done not that they have a place, but it was done in such a creative well, way. Well, they weren't coming they, from a hateful, angry place, right. were they? But now it's like we can't even approach that line. And one of the questions I got, and I myself, I used to love watching the red carpets more than the actual Oscars or the Golden Globes. And the past few years, I'm seeing really pretty people say really PC things yeah. and not really delve into it. And I was not a big Joan Rivers fan, to be honest. But I miss that kind of presence where there's a little bite, there's a little yeah, edge. Yeah, I do right. too. And I think you guys. But we're all we're all too scared to. Well, see, but that's you, just it. But it's affecting. Of course, what it's we used affected. to watch the red carpets for. Well, yeah, but maybe but, it's affecting it now because it needs to, and we'll get back to some type of right. equilibrium. It's a pendulum. It's yeah. a pendulum yeah. swing, swing, but we it needs to get to this place for us to get to a, a, a different. But it can go. I mean, I, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I was having brunch with a, a friend from Australia the other day, and now um, it has become p politically incorrect for white musicians in Australia to play jazz music. That is now considered offensive. How dare you play jazz music because you're white? And it, we're, we get into a minefield with all of this. Um, Elvis went right. through the same thing. No, it, 100%. Like, you know, when he created right. rock and roll, it was right. the same thing. Right. I just, I, I feel like um, cultural appropriation gets really, um, convoluted when in people's minds of what what that is if you're showing appreciation for something that somebody's doing and and it's something that's inspiring to you that is you're not using a culture um, that is not yours to gain right um, success and I and I I believe that it's a two-way street and here's the thing I think that the the other side of the roads never being looked at where you know 
they the cultural appropriation on the other side is what is that you know you could say that's a million things being yeah you, you know what do you consider being white or right. being privileged and and i just think it's it's everybody's trying to be better and i i this whole conversation especially with with comedy is so frustrating because I feel like you need to give a perspective that that lightens the mood of mm. all of these things that we go through in different cultures and different races yeah. because it's different. We, you know, I grew up Mormon. I, you know, you grew up Baptist. Mm -hmm. You have a perspective that um, that other people that have grown up that that way and they leave it. They, they can identify with, with your comedy. And I, yeah. I just think that it gets super convoluted. Yeah. I mean, it gets, <clears throat> I agree. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, we didn't have a host for the Academy Awards this last year. I mean, we had three of the funniest ladies. I mean, yes, you, right. Uh, what, excuse I, me. <laughs> no, 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 but, but you know what I mean? And, and people that, that have hosted before, those three ladies should have done the whole show as far as I was concerned. But they also didn't rely, because the last few years, every opening has been Trump jokes or like Me Too Which also type gets, humor. And it's like, well, we've heard every one of these jokes. It's not right. smart anymore. But also, you know what? I think that was the first time, and I can't remember when, uh, that the Oscars came down pretty much bang on time. <laughs> and I will tell you this as someone who covered the post-Oscars uh -huh. thing. I, I was at Vanity Fair. The last three years before this year have been somewhat of a nightmare for us covering that red carpet because there was either the envelope conspiracy, there was all... And you would have talent skipping the line and just going straight to the photo call and then in. No one would talk to us. Like the last three years. This year, I will say, was one of the best Oscar telecasts for us. I watched Did you like the show? Did you like the I show without the show? Without the hundred percent. And I also, I think it gave a sense of the spirit and the community of them all coming together as actors, directors, uh, uh, celebrating that craft of cinema making. They were all there to celebrate that. It wasn't about taking cheap jokes at people in the audience or political jokes. It was there to celebrate the craft and the art. And what we found on the red carpet afterwards was that, I mean, we went, we were live for longer than we've ever been since I've been with ABC. Everyone stopped. Everyone talked. Everyone was in a good mood and wanted to celebrate. It was a and positive there, And energy. it was. There was a really sense of we're coming together to celebrate what we do tonight rather than sit in a room and be sort of hand force-fed jokes and things. I also liked the comedy, though, that night. I, I got to feel lots of different types of comedy. Mm -hmm. so, so it felt like um, there was a lot of people contributing their flavor to it, and I, I thought it felt really diversified. Yeah, in, in that which I like. it, it hasn't been perfect with with comedy and all that kind of stuff, and I think people have been a little too harsh lately on certain things. Yes, but I do think that there will be a pendulum swing. I just think it needed to happen. Absolutely. And mm. now we can move forward. Because I do miss some of the snarky comments on red carpet. And Carl, like you know, you have your own personal opinion. And if mm -hmm. I was interviewing Lady Gaga for Star Is Born, in my mind, I know what I would want to joke about, and I know what I would want to kind of mm. say. Um, as a beauty, but you can't. You have but, to. Well, who are you wearing? It's like who no, gives no. a crap okay, who you're so wearing. So I'll jump in on this. I'm I'm a hundred percent agree on the who are you wearing. And I think from a perspective of what we do at ABC and what on the red carpet represents. Uh, when you know it was, it used to be a, a weekly show. It was on every Saturday yep. evening and Sunday evening. Um, we really celebrate what we're there to cover. So whether it's the Oscars or whether it's a film premiere or a television thing mm. or something, we're there to talk about that and celebrate that. 
Um, and so, oh, cheers, we're all having vodka. Um, but the point I'm making is, is I, for me personally, for what I do, I really don't give a shit about the tabloid stuff. I don't care about how big the ring is. There are other outlets that cover that and they yep. do a really good job on it. And I find that with that approach, when we talk to the talent, they're far more likely actually to relax and then talk about personal things without us being, that's the MO that we're going into attack. It's much more relaxed. They're happy to, to talk about what they're there to promote. And then within that, you can build somewhat of a trust in those mm -hmm. three minutes, but then you can make a comment and you get something and right. that's when you get the television goal. You can get goal. a sense I of that so. person. Can I, exactly. Can I also just say though, as a beauty person, I'm so sick of watching the red carpet. It's and they boring. Have, they have so boring. the beauty correspondent is somebody on there that has nothing to do with beauty. They wore a, you know, some some gown yeah. something and and now they're all of a sudden the the person asking the beauty questions it's the only thing i can say about the, the watching this year that i was like how many celebrities actors did they bring in the mix that i thought were horribly boring because if you're going to ask beauty questions know what you're talking about yeah, stay in your lane and every question is like you you've been nominated for best actress how does that feel what are they going to say great oh you know it's terrible i don't, I don't want to be nominated Shit. or something and i thought you guys did a really good job and you do because i flipped through all of them because i'm obsessed with entertainment and the celebrity like i mean i'll be excited if i see uh i was gonna and uh, never mind but um like i get very starstruck and i love because I, I saturate everything entertainment from the minute I wake up to everything, whether it's Orange is the New Black or it's a documentary or it's a repeat of Golden Girls. I can't get enough information um, and appreciation for the entertainment community. So I would just be, be super, super excited. And so these boring questions, but you guys did a really good job. Thank you. And you guys were engaged. You also knew what you were talking about. Yeah, we, we work hard. I mean, we're a small little production team at On the Red Carpet, but we're all extremely passionate. Ed Adamko, our executive producer, George Pinocchio, who is a legend in, uh, in the rightfully so-called entertainment guru, or Georgie Boy, as I call him. Georgie Boy! Um, and, and Carrie and everyone that works on that show, is we, we're passionate about delivering that. I, none of us really get shit about what color underpants you're wearing and what I'm the trash leaving. man said. <laughs> right. By the me way, too. can I just can you just lift up your glass for the camera, please? Uh, this woman is, please tell me. There's soda water in yes. here. I thought that was neat vodka. No, I, I put, I put that's vodka what you put. No, yeah, that is neat vodka. That's neat vodka. Do you want some soda water? I, I can't handle the cherry bubble. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm sorry. No, Next no, time I'll come with the, my own seltzer. This is the version try. that, right, yeah, it's, 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 it's this. It has like, it's, it's very tame. You know these. I, I can smell it. Just mm. give it a little taste, would you? These just are these, those these chemicals, Australian people. Carl, All right, no, drink I those told chemicals. you. I told you, Carl. <laughs> so, and Beth, you have done so many red carpets, um, and it's funny when you YouTube uh, Beth Dover interviews. You know. And of course, the PR sends out, here's what you can talk about. So you have all these people behind. That annoys me like nothing. You know, I don't mind it because sometimes I get stressed out. Oh, but really? I also want to be myself. Right. Mm. So it's a combo. But and I, also, but if I, but you've some, done something really some ridiculous. The, some of these dudes are trying to fuck with you. Yeah, no, they are. And that's not nice. But if you've like done a, some. Like a viral clip. There's some, there was this, I remember this, I think it was like a German uh, whatever. Oh. Some oh, German guy. Germans. And he was trying to like really try to. Uh, go down like a really talking about the Me Too and all that yeah. kind of stuff in like a crazy direction and I was like no I don't like but he was trying to do. lead just me into no. well I uh, can we can we just yeah. talk though about Beth uh, the other thing that happens with Beth on the red carpet oh. she is very popular on Wikifeet 
Oh yeah, I do have a very high. <laughs> that is so creepy. See, uh, I, do. I am high on wiki feet. <laughs> and you got your boots from Amazon, didn't you? I do Amazon.com. Have you heard of it? No, no, we had a whole conversation about shoes. Any type of boots she wants. They love her feet. Okay, and E, E, one year for the red carpet, they had a mere, like, oh, yeah, slow mo the, the, the oh, foot yeah. cam. Foot cam. Well, yeah. that's when you really, really Wendy Williams has a foot cam. Yes, yes. And always. look how well that's going. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you, the bottom of the E has literally fallen down the drain. I don't know what, but it's people behind the camera, behind the mic, that have no appreciation that they want to be more famous than the person they're well, and, and can I tell you, that was a piece of advice that was given to me when I started ABC a, a long time ago by my producer, Pam. And it's the best thing she ever said to me was, just remember, this is not about you. So ask all you want. It's not, a, this is not about you. This mm -hmm. is, and I've said that to interns and people. There's nothing more infuriating for me watching someone being interviewed and I see it on the carpets and you know, listen, lady from entertainment tonight, you know who you are. Uh, they will spend 20 minutes yammering on a red carpet press line about the jokes and let's get selfies and let's do this. And the producer in me is standing there going, first of all, this is going to be a one minute package. You've spent 20 minutes talking yeah. to this person, taking selfies, talking about your experiences. They've barely got a word in. And what you've done is you've got everybody else on the press line because by the end of that interview, the talent's like, I'm done. I want to go inside and have a drink of whatever. So it, that drives me insane that these reporters or the producers or the they're trying to make themselves the stars of this. That's not what we're there for. And sometimes it can be a really if they're good, you know, you guys, it can be a really pleasant, fun conversation of course. where they do feel you relaxed. Know? Yeah, it's and relaxed. that's what we try yeah. to. Do. Didn't you feel that immediately? We, we, I did. When we we talked you. about your shoes. Mm, we talked shoes. It's really nice. <laughs> but it's you so know, in, in retrospect, you. like you know, everybody used to make fun of Joan Rivers, like, oh God, it's her again. But I watch her interviews because I. <laughs> I mean, it's still very strong. Oh I'm, my God, Carl. I'm a liar. That's how we do it in America. Everything's supersized. Our That's drinks true. are supersized. That's We're getting very drunk true. tonight. Yeah. Again, my friend in Atlanta will tell you everything's supersized. He but still here, here's the difference the between Kathy Griffin and Joan Rivers. And I love Kathy Griffin. She's done a lot for the community. But she's. I do love her, though. She's. She, yeah. She's waiting for her punchline. Where Joan Rivers, she did incorporate herself into the interview, but it was this back and forth. And Joan Rivers knew style and fashion. But she, I mean, yes. that, that, I mean like, yeah, yeah. But she, she also was never afraid to make herself the joke. Yeah, that's a, oh, I'm that's, glad you said that. And I have to say, that's my you, issue with Kathy Griffin. I like her, but that's my issue with her. Carl, this is uh, a question we got, and this is from my own self as well, as somebody who loves to interview, sure. and loves to be and on the hair. scene. Um, you know, body positivity and <laughs> body recognition has gotten so much better in Hollywood on the big screen mm -hmm. that it's less of a conversation. Is that true, Beth? Because I disagree a hundred percent. Not for women. Well, we had we, uh, last we week. Oh, no, no. Last week our episode was with uh, Nia Vardalos was here. We had Marlene Forte and Alicia Coppola. Tiny beautiful things. Oh, well, she was oh. here to, to, to talk about it. It was wonderful, and I I cried so hard that I had to blow my nose on my shirt because I had nothing. Else. No one told me I was going to cry the whole time. You I looked Cheryl good on the red too. carpet. Thank you. Yes, I yes, styled you myself. You looked great. Did you do your own hair? I did my own and hair. She looked great. I did. Well, that's because you're unemployed. You can't afford it. Right that's now. exactly correct. No, I would do her hair for free. No, that's she knows I that. would never. Oh, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you that. all just know that because as soon as all of these other celebrity clients are like, no, because as soon as Beth's employed, she I request you. Of course, she requests me. Of course, but I also love that about Brandon. Brandon will support how good you look, whether or not he did the hair, and that's that's a true. No. gentlemen but He's the three delightful. women on the panel said that things are getting better 
And uh, even Nia, you know, when she was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, they didn't want to cast her. Even after uh, the movie came out, Variety said that she doesn't have any looks to be a leading lady. And of course, she laughed all the way to the bank. So yeah. in your in your estimation, things are not. You know what? That's not true. I, I I'm a I'm a com I'm a comedic actor, so I've I haven't really come up against a lot of the stuff that some of my other girlfriends have that are more um, leading lady types. Mm. Uh, so, you know, funny is. Uh, King with what I do, but you know, being a part of a show like Orange and uh, seeing a bunch of women of all different body types, ethnicities, sexualities, Bravo. age, and naked mm. makeup. Yeah, wise, I mean, we all I mean, we all look like shit. We're all like, everyone's <laughs> Bro, like, you, and we know good. you look old. <laughs> but um, so no, it's been really an inspiring time to to be in this industry. I will say on some levels, uh, yeah. and I think there's it's definitely opening itself up to a lot of different. Uh, point, uh, points of view, a lot of different types of women, and that's great. And um, it really makes me happy that I've been a part of a show like that. So, F from my yeah. point of view, representation is getting better, but people yeah. are still referred to as plus size. Even Melissa McCarthy, she loses ten pounds, and that's all we can. Well, focus and then on. then then, then, then there's the oh, now she's skinny, she's not funny anymore kind but of thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna or, throw, or Jennifer I'm gonna Hudson, she doesn't have the voice anymore. Here, I've though. heard that too. I'm gonna throw something in here. When Jenny McCarthy gains ten pounds, it's not the men at home sitting there saying that. No, unfortunately, right. it's the women that are judging and the, the other women. Well, you and know, I think it's that oh, this, is a, this is a whole thing. But that, on a grander sense, sure, maybe it's the women, but really it's the patriarchy. But yes. that's it's not just, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's no, systemic. Yeah. But it here's is. the thing. Jonah but women Hill. need to support more women. And that's, yeah. that's, that's my thing. Where it's like if you, if you. We've I, been trying to survive in a world that is male dominated. And that's, so, and so it's not just the women's no. fault. It's, it's no, where no, no, we're no. responding to, not me personally, but, but to a patriarchal structure that is, uh, you know, uh, pervasive and it's in your body, and, it's in and your cells. That's <laughs> why, that's why I think it's so important for people to speak out, women to speak mm -hmm. out for other women. Um, yeah. And shows like Orange is the New Black, I think it's, it's something that is bringing every single race, every single um, body type, like you said. Um, I, I really think that it's those, more of those kind of shows and support. And we see you guys together all the time, even not on the yeah. show. So like, you they know. They protested together. We did. That, exactly. It's the show that really and got you politically minded, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I became way more, my, my family is, um, Fairly right wing, fairly conservative. All my mom, my mom, my stepdad, and um, yeah, I just it really, I just sort of removed myself from it and just. Yeah. And I know. And but I, I don't know. After Trump got elected and all that, I got way more politically active. And, and you had to go too. home to Alabama for Thanksgiving. Uh huh. How did that go? Um. Well, it goes okay. It goes well. Uh, her my my son clean. my son is the great equalizer and my my mother is a wonderful woman whom I love so much so and I have a really wonderful family members uh, and, and we just you know they were raised in Alabama and they they were uh, raised in a different way than I was I guess although I was raised in the military so I don't know what happened I'm a theater mm -hmm. person so I don't know maybe right. it was, I had a different exposure well, theater, like you know yeah I, you know. I I just had a, a different feeling in myself at a very early age, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. I have, I used to get angry and now I just feel, um, I don't know, I'm still working through it, I'll be honest. I'm I think it changes that. every day for yeah. everybody. Mm. But you know how we're talking about women supporting women? Usually, uh, you know, I get tons of emails from, from the gays, of the listeners and viewers of On The Rocks, and thank you, please continue sending your comments. 
for your appearance, I got so many comments from straight women who watched the show that were so excited. And it's usually the gays like, oh, Beth, I love her girl. Ask her about her shoes. Ask <laughs> yeah. her about the prison uniform. Like, ask her this. But it was women genuinely saying that they appreciate your work and that they think that you're so funny and such mm. a good representation of women. That's and, wonderful. And wow. for the show, it was, it was, it. I was like, oh, okay. There was like a teacher uh, that did it, uh, a makeup artist, um, and it was a bunch of straight women that, that loved to that, watch you in comedy. That makes me want to cry a little bit. That's oh, lovely. cry. That's good. <laughs> cry. <laughs> yeah. I'm currently unemployed. Yeah, Look, right. I can cry on cue. Um, uh, no, that's, what, that's really lovely. Wow. But back to the body positivity. The question, Carl, was, yes. you know, and we've talked about this, you have these vapid Instagram stars that mm -hmm. look so good, they have a size zero, even the He's men are He's about to start talking about your body, I know it. No, 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 no. <laughs> are you gonna put a picture of me in a Speedo up? Is that what's about to happen? No, 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 no. Where's that Speedo no, picture no, no, from no. my Instagram? I know you're gonna I go. wanna see it. No, I actually didn't. Uh, I have like a shirtless one of you, but that's okay. all. That's very rare though, you'll see a shirtless picture yeah. of me. But, oh, there's well, actually, you, no, no. Pl pl play this, Kurt. So here's Carl. Oh, no. Quote unquote, allegedly eating in and out in the van during Did you really the Oscars. Be Can honest. I tell you that's the best part of Oscar Sunday? Is that period <laughs> when the in and out truck comes mm -hmm. to the Vanity Fair party and we all rush down, like hundreds of journalists rush down and get in line. People are pushing and shoving. But you haven't eaten since 10 a.m. I haven't eaten since the day before. Just well, fit into that double-breasted <laughs> suit. Looks um, good, by the way. But no, it is. And and then what's even cooler is you're standing there and then all of a sudden Leonardo DiCaprio's in the, in the line because even though they're at the Vanity Fair party with all this great food and drink, the in and out truck has come. Yeah. Listen, in and out is in and out. <laughs> right. yeah. well, and Leo D is very down to earth. Like he'll order yeah. Domino's. Yeah, you need that animal. But it style. is interesting you talk about this, and and I because it's not reflective in who's like your your career. It's all of these hot, no, and cute, that's young and, the, and this is you know what? It's funny. Uh, I, again, my friend Chris, made, we joke about this. We were in. We just went on vacation together, and we were in the Maldives, and we took a photo together on a beach, and. <laughs> We ended up being on Queerty's uh, Insta stud list. Yeah. Which yeah. I was like. Yeah. Your friend is very hot, by the way. Chris, Don't he is a good looking guy. Where are these pictures, guys? Let's bring it on. Go Hello. Look Carl J. Schmidt. Yeah, and Chris Bear is his name. Um, he's a handsome man. Um, but. Let's you guys see are the pictures. Right. I w we are one. We he is like my big brother. He is. I, you know, I've I, seen that movie, too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've lived uh, away from my family pretty much since I was. 16 years old and he, Chris is the closest thing to family and he really in the uh, in this country seriously he's he's one of my uh, one of the best people out there have and he owns Shorty's Barbershop have you lived you in this country finish. since you were 16 no I've oh. lived all over the place but no we are 100% best friends and even I see I start laughing even the thought of that is just absurd it's like Andy Cohen uh, and uh, Anderson Cooper everybody wants much. but it's just not yeah. it just feels right though yeah two, right. Bo no, two bottoms that. don't make a right uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say to that um, but no but the body shaming thing is interesting um, especially in West Hollywood I mean I oh, am it's, it's I, I will tell you no I would, legitimately a couple of weeks ago I had somebody come up to me in the locker room at the gym uh, and say, hey, you know, you're making great gains. Well done. And I said, oh, thank you very much. That's very kind. He goes, you're really handsome. And he goes, if you just work a little bit harder, you'll be hot. Oh, oh no! This happens right. in West Hollywood. No, though. And, and this, this, this was you are hot. to my you're face in hot. the locker room. I was standing in a towel, so maybe I'm hot with clothes on. I presume. And then just last on on, on Thursday, I was. 
again at the gym <laughs> and I had a uh, U equals U t-shirt on which it stands for undetectable equals untransmittable which is my whole platform you can yeah. get to that in a bit but but a guy came over to me uh, and asked me what the t-shirt meant I was explaining that if you're HIV and undetectable you cannot transmit the virus sexually cannot do it it's impossible uh, and it was a really nice moment to have this conversation and educate with And he went, cool, and thank you, I never knew, and he went away. And then I hear over these, these little darling twinks say, oh, that's that guy with AIDS from television. And so my ear immediately picked up, and the other one goes, yeah, he got fat. Uh. So this is what we deal with in West... It's a very toxic environment and it's, it's not just in West Hollywood though it's in the LGBT community because we tear each other apart for no reason because you're nobody's perfection I mean you're, no. you're everybody's perfection it's the same thing though that we were just talking about with women it it goes the same way with our own community and unfortunately we've been oppressed for so long that we become our own perpetrators but I will say this as somebody and but and I will say this like, in my fight with the yeah. whole HIV thing and fighting stigma the biggest stigma I have come up against is within our own community. Yes. And it's from people of my age, you know, I'm 38, but that sort of age range between, I want to say 25 and 38, who were kids growing up through During that epidemic, that, yeah. and, they, and, they, exactly and, and educated yeah. and what all of that. Because um, they scared the shit out of us. Well, and, and, and by the way, we needed to do that, but we have totally not agree. had a campaign since right. that has set things straight, which is mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but that aside, the number of people uh, that it, within our own community that are so uneducated that think that, well, are you, first of all, don't ever ask me if I'm clean. Please, that's a message. I've never understood that term. Are you to clean? Me, I'm squeaky clean. Clean something else in the bedroom. Like, yeah, I, I, sho I, shower, I shower twice like, a day and I've douched, so I'm clean. Like if what? you're going to ask. No. If you're clean, like, like are you clean? Diseases? As in disease free. Sometimes oh. that's the first D &D thing you would do. You say D &D clean, clean to me, and yeah. I think. I go to sobriety. I'm like, yeah. no. am I drug free? Okay. Oh, I, <laughs> you know I, what I, I mean? I like, that, yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I'm yeah. like, oh. No, and it's a big thing. Are you clean? Yes, I'm clean. So within the gay community, that is where I've had the most harsh and disgusting stigma. And come on, guys. We band together as LGBTQI. We band together, and we're great at sticking together. And I think because that particular generation, my generation, didn't perhaps lose their best friends because they were all that was my 13. Well, that, we, right. well, we grew up in the shadow. We grew up in the shadow of it. I grew up And we grew up friends. in the fear campaign of it. Yeah. Totally fear. Like, it was a death sentence or don't touch this person and still, or date this person I, I, or get married can to I, this I'm person. Just, I'm going to, in Dude. real time, on Instagram, I got a direct. I get direct messages every single day. I think I intercepted some of them. That they so said to the here, here, here's a message. I, I'm just going to read this verbatim really quickly. Sorry. Hi, Carl. I'm not sure if you will ever read this. I got this yesterday at 4:52 in the afternoon. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll ever read this message. I read that you're publicly admitted being HIV positive. I fear I am also, but I have not had the guts to go and get tested. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I will manage to live with that knowledge. I would like to talk to someone who has it and can understand me, but I don't know anyone. Now, this is a man in his, I would say, early 30s in Italy. And he has this fear that he is going to be rejected. And, and, I, and my response was, why wouldn't you be uh, why wouldn't you be able to live 
well, there's still so much stigma about HIV here in Italy. I don't know how I will be able to deal with the news, except the new condition. Fear I might be avoided by gays and judged by people in general for that. Please, 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 if you are listening or watching, there is nothing to be scared of if somebody is HIV positive. They cannot transmit the virus if they're undetectable. Do not be afraid. There are people like this living in the shadows thinking their lives are destroyed and he's not getting tested. So guess what? He might be a big threat because he doesn't know, but he mm. may well still go and have sex. So these are the things we come up against. Yeah. I've gone derailed your conversation. No, I think it's yeah. a wonderful no, thing for yeah. you to say. The more people who hear things like that, you know, the more we, we destigmatize all of it. I think it, more people need to spend a few, spend a little time in Palm Springs just because it, when you're around men of, of mm -hmm. my age and older that lived through the AIDS crisis where you would show up on a Wednesday at the bar and by Saturday, people that you saw on Wednesday were gone. Right. It, it, was, a, it, it was a devastating time and to actually be in the middle of that and then come out um, where we're at now I, I really appreciate, you, you know, I, Craig, me and my husband were the celebrity grand marshals for Palm Springs Pride. And I have to say, out of any community I've ever spent time in, that has been the community that I've pride. been right, the most pride. embraced because what it doesn't, it, they lived through people right. dying. They've yeah. seen people A live. A generation of people. We know, we know that you can live with it. Yeah. We know right. that it's not, it's not something. I have, it's, it's manageable. Yeah. yeah, it's diabetes. If you manage it. Yeah. No, and, and, and I will say this. Yeah. I said U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. Mm -hmm. U equals U, only if you are you. And that means getting on medicine. And I get a lot of flack from people going, well, that's all good and well, white man of privilege. You got insurance. and you know, Well, guess what? There were times I didn't have insurance. Uh, you can still get on medication. The drug companies, we can well, say Magic what we want Johnson about. Johnson was amazing in orchestrating even AHF, the yeah. AIDS Health Foundation who offers so much support to our community and um, you know that it's a it's an organization yeah. that I donate everything to because it does help for help pay for people's meds well and there's a lot of that them. but there's also there's also uh, government funded things but the drug companies themselves Gilead will give you the medicine mm. for free so there are a lot of people I've had people go well that's fine you have insurance I can't afford the drugs well guess what Gilead, who makes what uh, is Gilead? Big, Gilead is a big pharmaceutical company. Okay. They also make they do a lot Truvada. Of the they make they yeah. make Truvada, yeah. which is okay. prep, but they make Pictavi, okay. which is what I. They have programs to give you the medicine if you don't have the money. And guess what? We're at a place now. So many people don't know. They that. don't know. Yes. That's what I That's said to them. The they don't know that. I knew too. what you said. Like, undetected. Like all that. The only person I've ever heard that from is Dan Savage. Right. And because I listen to his podcast. There you go. Mm. So it's there's not enough and that's people talking what, about well, this. That's what we have to do. And we have to have that new conversation. But it's to say that we're at a place now. I interviewed a man called Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is the head, head of the National Institute of Infectious Diseases. He's advised so many presidents. This man, along with the head of the CDC, the World Health Organization, have all said, if you're undetectable, you cannot transmit. So we're now in a place where we can end the epidemic but the biggest hurdle in our obstacle is stigma and stigma. fear yeah people have to have access to medicine people are afraid to go to the doctors members of the trans community are are abused and 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 just treated horrifically in the medical system mm -hmm. you know what there's always going to be people uh who are iv drug users you're not going to get rid of it but then let's have clean needle exchanges or opportunities mm. for 
we have to destigmatize. And my opinion is the best way to do that is just keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Because the younger generation is also very much at risk because they think that there's a magic pill out right. there that's going to take care of everything. Or because we don't have conversations about HIV, they don't really know what it is that they're talking about or have an opinion about. They're so detached. Correct. They don't even know who Judy Garland was. But I mean, well, I tell you what, watch yeah. this space. I hope to be launching something around June called Plus Life, which uh, if I do, I'll come back here to advertise it. Uh, and it's a, it's a whole brand new platform where... I get messages from, there's a man, a guy in Iran who texts me from a cupboard, who, uh, but he sees my social media. There are people in Vietnam, South America, all over the world. And they say, I just see you living your life. So we're going to launch this thing called Plus Life, which uh, will be a new platform of entertainment and, and programming where people can see themselves but versions of themselves living very he healthy and happy lives. Mm -hmm. so I've got this great uh, trans female, Tiomi, who's on board, and she's an amazing advocate. And I love her, because the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, I'm a trans female and I'm not a sex worker. Because again, mm -hmm. we stereotype and yeah. stigmatize. So watch this space. We hope to have that coming out soon. Well, I really appreciate you sharing this so much because it is a conversation uh, that should be had and you're, you're given a platform. Um, and what I love about you on, on the red carpet you know, it's not like, oh, it, it's, it's our token gay guy. It's like, you're part of the cast. Yeah. Um, you do a damn good job in Thank front you. of the camera as well as behind the camera producing it. And that's what entertainment should be. It's not like, oh, is it a, a gay guy playing a straight guy? Is a straight guy playing a gay guy? It's just like, no, we're I, actors. Yeah, and I'll tell, you th I'll tell you this. The, the uh, presidency of ABC Los Angeles said to me when I came out with this, and I didn't tell anyone because I didn't think it was a big deal. So, and then the next day it blew up and I was like, oh God, they're gonna think I've done some publicity stuff. And uh, she and I spoke and she said, and she's a hundred percent right. She said, I just can't believe in this day and age, this is a new story. And she's right, but she's also wrong because here I am over 12 months later and it's still a new story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's how ABC and Disney Company are so fantastic in that I, I now just go back and do my job. And the, But they've been gracious about letting me speak about HIV too. But the risk was, and I don't know, did you have this conversation with your agent or your manager before? Nope. The risk uh, w would have been, and still is for many people, like, okay, thanks for your service, you're no longer going to be on the air, and to be black, well, and that was that's why I kept my mouth shut for 10 years, because, you know, some of my very best friends who work in television said, you don't want to become known as the guy with AIDS on TV. And yeah. and and also, look, I understand the business of how it works. You know, uh, viewers watch television. They're going to switch off if the guy has AIDS, then people stop watching and the, the ad dollars stop coming in. And, you know, just like people were fearful about coming out as gay 15, 20 years ago, the times will change, but they only change, again, visibility matters, and if you talk about it and you have a presence, look, I am not perfect. I have done a lot of really stupid things. I'm sure you've got them in your notes. Um, <laughs> I do have a few. And I will probably do stupid <laughs> things again. So I'm just a, 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 an average person. Sometimes I'm on TV. Uh, a lot of the time I'm not. And I'm going about my life, but I'm not, I'm not going to be held back anymore. When I found out that U equals U was a thing, um, which I only learned about when I came out publicly, it was like someone had taken a, a key and unlocked the handcuffs. Mm -hmm. uh, U equals U allows me to be me, as somebody said recently, and I think that's a great line, but we just need to have a presence. So, and by being here on this show, thank you, because it's giving, an, again, another platform mm -hmm. for people to go, oh, okay, well, he's a bit of a smart ass, but 
look, he's no, not emaciated and dying. Yeah. Right, it's about having honest conversations. Like I said, last week we had women in film and Marlene Forte, we were talking about the uh, Me Too movement and she was like, you know, I did, I flirted and I did certain things for my career. Do I look back and think that that person should be fired? That was the environment. She was honest about that because she wasn't like, I mean, it, it was such an honest conversation. Oh, and that's no it. I mean, yeah, I mean, topic. when you know better, you do better, right? So you look right. back at your life and you're like, oh, yeah, I did. Mm. That's but it. that's also the Not nature. Not that I did anything bad, but, that's but like the culture you, just, of we, you were what like we work fine in, with it? it because it was just like, well, that's, that's what they so do. What they do. And yeah. do I want to continue to pay rent, right. pay my rent right now? Or Correct. Do I want to like yeah. stand up or do I want to just do this job and like be done with it? Yeah, I'd rather do that. You know, and I think, yeah, I don't know. Let's take a little peek at Carl on the red carpet. Let's yeah. watch a little bit of him in action. Oh, no. All right, joining us live now. It's an awful interview. Herself, Reese Witherspoon. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What do you think of tonight? She's judging. She's like, great. am I going to be really nice? Well She's done. like, yeah. Really well watch how this ends, though. And watch how this ends. I really enjoyed it. Now, Reese, you've won an Oscar. So tell me, for those winners tonight, what's going through their mind now? Now it's party time. The awards are over. What, what's going through the mind of them now as they get into the party mode? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> okay, so I am here at the Subway Sandwich Restaurant on Figueroa Street, right by the USC And you campus. do a little bit of everything. And like, today, I love that you're doing a segment coming like out of the shop think I am going to be doing a story on healthy lunch options. But I'm not. It's a ruse. It's a trick. Because I'm really here to give away these four tickets to the USC Notre Dame game. I kind of know what I'm talking about. Offer me a bite of their sandwich. Can I have a quick chat to you about your lunch? I'm doing, what about a bite of your sandwich? No? That's strike I should one. try this in West Hollywood. I'm starving. You want to oh, give me a bite? Everybody would let you have a bite of their sandwich. I'll give you some hot Cheetos. You want some hot Cheetos? Hot Cheetos, but I don't get a bite of the sandwich. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I'll be out there soon. Georgie now, Boy. In the meantime, yes. look who I ran into. It's OTRC correspondent Carl Schmid. What are you doing in here? I'm sneaking around, George. You know, there's not a nook or cranny in this theater that won't go undiscovered by me. I am hoping to run into supermodel and host for tonight, Gigi Hadid. I caught up with her the other day. You're Check so good out. at, like, prepping your so segment. You're so good. Like, the last couple you. of days, keeping an eye on things. You're a professional. It's so on point, behind though. Behind-the-scenes access to the performers, watching them getting ready, doing what they do best ahead of tonight's big show. Take a look. As the Aussie host of Operation Vacation. Yes, yeah, there, there we go. go. Yes. That's what I'm waiting for. That's why I always make time to exercise. I'm really into nutrition, so eating healthy and staying hydrated is key to avoiding cold. You love orange juice. I'm looking good. <laughs> Over the years, the hotel fell into despair and neglect. In fact, it's safe to say a couple of years ago, you wouldn't even want to be in here, but let me tell you, that has changed. We all have funny little quirks and things we do when we check into <laughs> okay. hotels. Mine. So this is just, just a little peek as to everything that Carl has done. <laughs> you just cut out and sniff the pillows. <laughs> this is probably the best thing. That's ever. usually where I stop. It, like, do you really sniff the pillows absolutely. at every hotel? Why? I do. Because I there is nothing worse than putting your head on the pillow and smelling that hundreds of sweaty business Dirty scalp. Yeah. Disgusting and excusable. No, it is. We, we always say that. Right. That's, it's Craig and I so what do you do when that happens? I call downstairs. No, I just call downstairs. Oprah brings her own pillow. I call downstairs. His name is Stedman, by the way. I call downstairs and ask for fresh ones. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, rapid fire. We're going to do this rapid fire. I can't wait. Eric Incarnation, 14 years old in the closet. What would the name of your biography be? Carl. Oops-a-daisy. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I cut a bitch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Worst gift you've ever received from a fan or from a family member or a when husband? I, when I was 16, uh, I got, was given a bike. 
That's a bad gift. Yeah, I didn't want it. Rude. My parents were so excited, so excited on my birthday, and they went, come downstairs, and there's a bike, and I went, it's a bike. I didn't want a bike. Wow. What 16 year old doesn't want to? Oh, you probably wanted a car. Yeah. Oh, you wanted a car. Oh, oh that okay. Makes sense. No, I didn't want a car. I just didn't want to. Like, <laughs> when have yeah. I ever expressed an interest <laughs> to go cycling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, because you wore lycra all the time, maybe? <laughs> right. I don't know. That's now, not then. <laughs> oh, when? Fair okay. enough. A little ungrateful, but okay. Um, my, my grandmother uh, worked for Dr. Denton's pajamas. So every year I would get this terrible oh. pajama situation that was. Too young for how old I was, um, but I loved her. Aww. But the, that was—they were not good gifts. I miss pajamas with the feet in them because I oh, hate. How can you? Feet. I don't understand how people can sleep in clothing, twisting and turning. I can't sleep, I sleep naked. naked. I cannot sleep naked. I wear a full suit to bed. Like I, I literally do. I mean, I that's need... that same suit. Wait, why can't I? Can't the I clothes? Just, I can't. No, and the doctors. By the way, they, they, they say said it's better. It's better oh, yeah. to sleep naked. Yeah. I mean, I could. It's yeah, and you don't have you know something hanging. I don't, but I get chilly, and I like I well, like get clothing, a good, like loose clothing, that. loose clothing. Oh, no. yeah. I can't oh, tangled and yeah. twisted. Does and Joe no. sleep in the nude? No, he sleeps in a, a t-shirt and, and Alexander. And, uh, do you sleep uh, in the nude? Uh, boxers. Do you sleep in the nude? Uh, it depends who I'm with or if I'm by myself. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes you sleep in the nude. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean but, but, you, like, but so if you're by I yourself, I do whether I'm alone oh, or not. You just do. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm you're, and you guys when don't I travel get cold? to, but here's no. the thing: I don't do it at home. But when I travel to events and I'm at the hotel, I'm always I walk around nude all the time, like do my hair and all that. Being in a hotel just changes, like right. you just it's your liberty to be a nudist. Yeah. At no. home, I'm like I have to put yeah. pictures of like my grandma down, like you know. It's just I had a little, not, I had not a little incident on um, a little incident a incident on Saturday morning. I said little. I was like mm. I was naked in my hotel room in San Francisco, and housekeeping just walked in. Just walked in. I was like, hello. Uh, <sighs> and they were excited. That was that was their tip. I don't understand what <laughs> yeah, she said. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm bomb. <laughs> um, uh, 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 I, not only do I sleep fully clothed, but I put a gravity blanket on top. Oh, I, I yeah, understand that. Is that like, like a bum blanket? Yeah, so it's, like, it's like it's weighted yeah. blanket. I like to feel it's like... It's a blanket that I can charge you $100 for by adding gravity. It just makes it. you feel like you're on Don't you have a, a husband that can just <laughs> be on top and of you're just It's like a dirt nap. You take It's like you're dead. You're taking your own... I've never I, had a dirt now. How comforting. Yeah. I don't know. For uh, me, it is. I'm into it. It's like an adult uh, swaddle. So, but like, I like to cuddle for 10 minutes, but then, like, after the 10 oh, minutes, the like, cuddle we're going oh, to well, bed. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. The whole no. cuddle thing where your arm goes, I, that snuggling, it's nonsense. I like a spoon, and then, yes. and then, and then, let's it, just yeah. have, and then we have 10 our own minutes. moments. 10, 10 minutes. Otherwise, cuddles, I get too and then hot. I can't. And then in the morning, and then in the morning, you can kind of do it again. And then, like, I can't do it with morning breath or morning hair. I just can't. Oh, I can handle it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I know the cuddling. My arm is dead. I'm, I'm Your arm is ten feet wide. Like, come on. Well, you could do like a dip. Like, no, I mean, there's, there's just ways, nothing there's comfortable about no, it. There's, there's certain things that you can do, but like a leg, maybe. Like, then I'm that fine gets, with that. but that becomes like yeah, a dead white hand. But, but that's only for a few seconds. Yes. No. Okay. All right. Uh, worst gift that you ever. Anything sports related. Oh. Don't give me baseballs, footballs. Don't try to make me hit something or catch something. It's not good. How often do you get sent a sports gift? Um, my whole childhood. Ex Mormon. Yeah, Ex Mormon filled, over there. Filled the new Mormons were so That's their yeah. only. No, but they that's are. their only fun because that's they like, can't drink. You you play an instrument, yeah. you sing, or you play that's sports. That's why Mormons are the best in bed because they walk everywhere, their glutes, everything is into point. Okay, so we were talking it's about. True. I mean, this is his opinion. It's mm. true. No, but it is. It's true. Hello, there's a, there's a <laughs> I will say there's a lot of really hot Mormons. Uh, there's a production company. My ex is a Mormon. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and there's a whole production company about the Mormon religion mm. and the gay community. What do you <coughs> mean? What's it it's called? called? Mormon Boys. Oh. Yes. <laughs> One of my friends works for Mormon Boys. He's not Mormon it's like, Boys. It's like WikiFeed. Like, it's yeah. like WikiFeed. <laughs> yeah, Five yeah. stars on WikiFeed. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Cool. <laughs> I think next year at the Oscars we should have Mormon Camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, how about uh, <laughs> Christian Science? Anyway, but you know how we're talking about unifying. What about the Jews. <laughs> yes. You guys run Hollywood. You guys have a All right, fine. <laughs> I guess we have Cheers. an <laughs> Um But we're talking about like unification. What I really loved uh, about season five of Orange is the New Black is God, we right. saw all the different factions from... You finished your I, That's what I'm saying. Like, now I'm a Look, little bit buzzed. And I'm now it's just, like, I'd rather different. talk about him <laughs> and your life. I'd rather talk <laughs> yeah. about all of your lives no, as that's opposed true. to anything now. about me. Right I heard now. you on a podcast. You did a better job interviewing than the guy. I love learning about people. I would probably... That's I'm what d- I do. Because I'm, I'm so nosy. I'm no, super I am nosy. Too, and I, I have this with my friends. They're like... You're such a pucker. And I'm like, no, I'm actually oh, genuinely interested I am too. in talking to people. And it's nothing more fascinating mm-hmm. than talking to the weird, the wonderful, I know and the strange. My, I know all my stories. Right. Like, I'm boring. I, 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 You know what I mean? This is why I like Hole in the Wall bars better than like Night is at that the like Standard. It's a glory or, hole. Well, no, please, I'm, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I, um, but because I'm so fascinated in people that yeah, you would never bars. talk to because you hear stories that Correct. you never would hear in your life. 100%. You have conversations. You say stuff that you never would tell mm-hmm. your best friend. Absolutely. But we saw unification in season five of Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very interesting because your character, and I know that you entered the Orange is the New Black not, not thinking that Linda was going to be such a big No, I thought I was going to be in one episode in season three. Oh, I have good news. Sorry, I don't mean to break in. Chris Christian in Atlanta, Christian. just he just says, oh, it finally came on. Oh, so, thank goodness. Christian, now we can all... So shall I we start over? Christian. No, yeah. shall, let's start over But for I Christian. had other people go. message me saying that their Facebook feed is fine. Christian? Well, we can start the show again. So where were we? Can we where was the music? Christian. Let's start with the music. I'm taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's missed Don't cheap out on the DSL. <laughs> no. Is it DSL? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I didn't. Back oh, I to you. I, listen, please. Christian's like I, like I said, I'd rather talk yeah. about Christian. What, anyone do you other than me? Do you want to see a picture of Christian? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, let's give on. you a picture of Christian while you. <laughs> What's Christian's Instagram? Uh, <laughs> I'll get oh. to C dot E S C eight five four C dot E S C. That is really a ridiculous. No, Instagram. check him out. That is, that is someone. Is. That is so much work. That's someone. It's see, everyone's excited. But it's someone that doesn't live in LA. I'll pass it around. I'll pass it around. Now, can you forgive him for being late to the show? Let's see. Um, Alexander's so gone quiet, sure. though. You're forgiven, Christian. Yeah. No, he you're, went forgiven, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. I still would never find him with that. With that, yeah, well, no, well, that's, that's, there's a reason, I'm sure. LA. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't want to be found. Okay, okay. sorry, <laughs> I see. Right. Welcome to the like program. <laughs> there was this whole sense of unity on season five because <laughs> literally all the factions that we have been seeing for for the show, literally came together. I have a three-year-old, so I'm just gonna drink more. Yes, please. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't normally get to be out right now. And I'm not putting <laughs> <laughs> you You're hanging with your guys. Yeah, yeah. no, this is a delight. Oh, I'm not gay, Carl. Oh, oops. Don't assume. <laughs> <laughs> please fix your pocket square it's, while it's you not, say that. It's 2019. <laughs> I don't care what you are, as long as you're nice to people. There you go. Oh, well, then I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally not. Then I should care. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm shutting up. Here we go. The whole... Uh, I'm ready to answer some questions now. They needed to do something with Orange is the New Black. And did you binge watch the show? Oh, yeah. Before 
I was a huge fan of the show, which is yeah. why I flew myself out local hire just to do one scene. That's so crazy. Because I to loved me. it so much. And your first scene, I think you had two lines, and but it yeah. was very interesting because you were like, "Oh, that's Beth," because you had your signature. You have very signature looks that you do in a presentation, which. <laughs> Which I, didn't I know love. That. Which steals. <laughs> no, Let's see your looks. I don't know. Give me your. Uh, oh, like, you want to uh, see some of our looks? Let's yeah, play let's this see. Mermaid commercial. Oh, please. You're that is so see. rude, by the way. No. This is like a thing I did for money, although it's a good company, which is why I did it. But, but it's your timing that is so bad. ask me. How do you achieve such high bioabsorption of nutrients? I'll never tell. See, it, here's how I do it. Your hair looks I great. I take Cappuccino, extra foam. Sea foam. Milk foam. Ew. Iwi is algae, the ancient solution to modern wellness. It's 100% Why are we watching this again? Because it's, it's, it's your... I'm learning something. Oh, can we not do seashells? Gotcha. Are we Burning Man? She's just like that on set. Are we Burning Man? Which means zero it's your, impact it's on your the I'm going to... This so was our first photo shoot. <laughs> and get your omega-3s from Iwi. It's not just good for you, it's good for everyone. Spokesmerm, take one. For better mind, body, and Why are planet. we showing this? <laughs> I love Here's it. why, because there was, you were doing a product. And I was doing like, a product, yes, yes, yes. And in fact, it's a very business. good product that I fully stand behind, to be honest, because it's awesome. But but you have this, where you do like, you're like, is this Burning Man? You have this reaction. That was an improv, by the way, I did that myself. <laughs> well, you that, could and tell. that was the best bit. Yeah. It was the best bit, but you could see, um, and you... <laughs> Because I really binge watched all of your different projects. Because I saw Wet Hot American Summer a while ago, but I hadn't seen it. Uh, um, it's kind of a mix of Charlie Chaplin, Carol Burnett, Elisa Kudrow in the comeback, where it's this like hyper reality. Yeah. And Orange is the New Black. The I'm basically, if you want a person who's like super crazy to freak out, I'm your girl, <laughs> right? Like it's like I do a, I do a, I do very very high status or very very low status. Well. But here's what I loved about Orange and New Black because the first time I saw Lynn in the boardroom, it was like, you know, it was it was it was Beth, and yeah. then we saw your character totally change. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, as an actress, how your approach was like. Oh, Linda's in another boardroom scene. Oh, I guess I'm dating uh, the warden. I'm what? I mean, honestly, Genji, I, she's kind of a genius, and I Not don't Genji. know. Genji uh, behind weeds too, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't know how she did it or how it happened, but they wrote for me in such a way that I was like. I didn't know that I was going to start dating Kabuto. I didn't know that like this big booth thing was going to happen. I didn't know I was going to be in the prison. Like, and I got to be a real um, kind of. I, I've been in, in the comedy world for so long. It was um, I. You know, I went to theater schools. I did Shakespeare. Like I, that was my original plan. And uh, I love comedy. That's who I am and what I do. But like, it was great to be part of this show where I was. I was able to kind of. Um, they don't give you answers. Genji doesn't give me answers. There, but I was able. It, it just like it flowed in such a crazy direction and I was like, whoa, and you just had to fill in these blanks and it really grounded me in that character. I, I mean, I miss it. I really loved doing that character because sometimes I thought she would, season five, I thought she was gonna become a better person. I really, really did. I never <laughs> believed that. Right away, she knew um, her survival technique. She is a survivor. She yeah. is a, that's what I realize now. She's a survivalist. That's what she is. Let's I take can't a wait peek. to see the next uh, season. Yeah. Is there more? Show me more. Yeah, we have to see uh, Linda uh, oh God, what? <laughs> behind the scenes. In heels, a bitch in heels, like I said. It. Three months after I had Eli, by the way. Yeah. I need to lose the shoes. The, the deal was for my bag and my phone, and I think that that's more than fair. These were not on sale, and your feet look much bigger than mine. You can keep your shoes. Just hold them so we can get to the door faster and quieter. 
These floors look filthy. Okay, I'm done. Piper, <laughs> give her her shit back. How did you even get a phone in here? I put my phone in my underwear and nail clippers in my pocket. So She's so proud. The metal detector, I was all, oh, here, just keep the clippers, and then I just walk right through. Isn't that clever? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, that's, but that's what I'm talking about. You have such a great mix of your own personal style, the comedy and everything that you do, but this is a serious point for Linda. She's yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And as, yeah. as the season went by in season six, when they shaved your head. Mm -hmm. uh, Which they asked me to do for real, by the way. Right. And, uh, and I saw one of your interviews. You were like, well, and as an actor, I would be like, whatever, I want Orange is the New Black for another season. I'll do whatever you need to. I... I yeah, but I, I had to go into another period after that. Oh, okay. So, and, and also I was like, but well... But a bonnet. I know, but I was like, well, how much more are you going to pay me? They were like $0. Oh, to no. shake your head? And, and no. I was like, and what's the uh, plot point? And they said head lice. And I was like, no. Because <laughs> the wig, I mean, wig, uh, you can do really good wigs these days. Right. I mean, the, you know, it's, there's, you know, and it was just one scene. The rest of the season I had wigs on. So, you know. Yeah. What I say, no. I actually give you kudos for, for sticking them and saying, no, this is something that I'm, I'm going to draw the line at. And mm -hmm. this is a question I have, too. As a comedic actress, as a comedic anybody, comedians are often put in very hyper situations where you have to wear a stupid costume, take a pratfall, uh, show yourself in an unflattering way to get, to, to get the laugh. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of happy that you said, no, I'm not going to shave my head. You guys have hair and makeup like we yeah, can make this I mean, work I, they have and it a, worked it looked amazing yeah by, it looked by, great by the way. i mean there was this wonderful wig person in beverly hills mm. who literally put each and every tiny little strand of hair on this cat after it was shaved and because i even looked they, i was like let's see they took can my, i see the lice they took yeah. my yeah i know it's really really good although if you it's look good. really closely the back i kind of look like a pterodactyl but it takes like balls by the way to stand up to producers that, and I mean. do that yeah for anybody right especially a woman in Hollywood. Well, yeah. listen, I felt bad for some of the background talent who really did shave their heads. And I asked everyone, I go, how much more are they getting paid? $50 more. By the way, no. Christian loves Orange is the New Black. I'm just geeking oh, the yeah, live stream. Oh, yeah, hi, Christian. Yeah, he loves it. There you go. I'm going to be honest about Orange is the New Black because I knew you were coming on the show when when it first hit. Remember, these actresses were at every award show. They were on the red carpet. Yep. Like, you know. Yeah. And you were like, oh, God, so many actresses. And it was it was the hottest thing, just like This Is Us was the hottest thing. Mm -hmm. Every show now, because we have so much content, yeah. every show hits its peak right away I know. and it cools down. I do have to say, your character and your presence on the show really brought the interest brought back, back for the show. 100% agree. And I'm really honest about that. 100% agree. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because... It's really nice of you to You say. can't blow smoke. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't do I stopped watching it though, and then I met you. Wait, and I'll be honest, and I then did I, too. I was the same. Watched it, and, it, exactly and then I was same. like, okay, I'm in. Aww. Yeah, you guys. It was good, but it was a whole different time it's because then we life. also like politically wise, we saw the actual reality of, of prisons, and then yeah, we well, that's saw what Genji is so great at at at, yeah. at somehow knowing what's about to happen. Sometimes there would be there would be political things on the show that would happen as it was airing, so it wasn't happening when we were shooting right. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you know, I it, that's the genius of the show, in my opinion, just bringing a lot of these issues to mm. light and privatized prisons and immigration and and just all of it. You know. uh, so uh, back to what we were talking about before. Yeah, as as a comedic actress, has there been another moment where you're like, you know, I'm I'm not going to do that to get the laugh? Yeah, I I know that there. Yeah, there definitely has been. Let me think. Um, I mean, that wasn't for a laugh. That that particular one. There was. Oh gosh. Hmm. Be it political there, or personal. There, oh, you know, I did I did a um, 
I did a weird, I, you know, when I was really struggling as an actor, I, I did commercials, and that really saved me. Your Seven Up commercial, we have a picture of you with like <laughs> yeah, six where is You're that? showing all my terrible, all my like it's a commercial I'm, stuff. Even I'm, Stevens, because they. Gonna, there we go. Oh, yeah. there's Beth. Yeah, that's me. That's me with seven arms. I was watching my Bravo friend. My friend Peter. My friend Peter directed that. Peter Lavolsi, who's an amazing director, directed that. And we have this little thing I do where I shouldn't say this out loud. Where I go into the audition, pretend I don't know him, and then I just get it, and then we get to like, <laughs> hang out together. I love it. Um, <laughs> That's great. I love it. I really do love it. Um, but that was that was one of them. And um, what was the? Oh, uh, yes. You know, I did a I did a Miller Lite commercial with the director. I came out. I'd had some makeup on. He goes. She looks too pretty. She's at a barbecue, and he takes his hand and puts it on my face, and he goes like Get this to my out. face, if anybody as, if I, as if as if I was like oh. as if I was like this. It was like a, a jar. It was jarring and horrendous, and I was probably 26, 27, and I just moved to New York. It was like in the first couple of years I moved to New or L.A. and uh, from New York, and I was horrified by that behavior because I'm a human being, and I even knew back even knew then that I was like. Uh huh. No, you don't do that to me. Don't touch my. And thighs. he, I could see it in his eyes. He was like, "Uh oh, all right." So he like crossed the line. Yeah, yeah. And so he left. And then we were, you know, standing in line at the lunch or something. Um, oh my and he, god. And he stood up behind me and he was like, "Oh, she's gonna call SAG on me, huh?" Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I would have rubbed something and in I, his face. No, and I look, I look behind me. I was probably even younger than that. I was probably twenty-five. And I go, "Maybe I will." Yeah. Maybe yeah. I will. Like that, and gave him a look. Like your so, career is finished. Yeah, but it made me feel really awful. I just remember oh. feeling like just this horror. I just felt yucky. So, yeah. We do have to wrap things up. Yes. But, do um, we? Are we done? Can we do it on a higher note that than was, that? Yeah. No, 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 Come no, no, no. on. This is, Kurt, it's Kurt, over. Can you indulge us for, for a few more minutes? We have a straight woman here. Um, I, I got this question, too. The Again, psyche talking of, about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your character was outside the scene, so to speak, and then it was really thrust in, and then you're thrown in with all these women the set, is it an actual prison? Like, what's the set like? Because you had to move to New York, too. I did. Well, because I, I had just had Eli. So yeah. normally I was popping back and forth, but I had, like, a three-month-old baby. So and Joe I, would come every three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I downloaded his, <laughs> his boarding passes, by the way. Uh, yes. Yeah, he would he would fly out every three weeks. I had my cousin there, uh, Stacy. Uh, she's the best. Shout out to Stacy, who saved my life. But, um, yeah, I was not sleeping a lot and <laughs> crazy, and I can't believe I got through that year. But, yeah, so... Uh, what was the question? So how, 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 no, but how does that play with your psyche when you're shoved in? Like it was so awesome to meet everyone because I had I had been working with uh, with with Nick Sandow Caputo, who I love by the way. Right. But, uh, but you were uh, always on the outskirts. Yeah. So I never met anyone until season five, and then I just became really great friends with a lot of people. Emily Tarver is one of my closest friends to this day. Like we're just love uh, she's like the best. Like so I have this whole new group of people, and um, it was just really great to to just work with everyone and meet everyone that I was such a huge fan of. Because to watch it, it was suffocating. Like, it even played with my psyche But that's part of the it. genius of the show. It, it chokes yeah. you in like that. Yeah. Like, well, and, and also shooting. I mean, like, there were scenes, which is why there's not a lot of cafeteria scenes in later seasons, is those cafeteria scenes, because there's so many extras and so many people, yeah. and now there's people who have been on this show for many seasons who know what a cafeteria scene is, and it's not as fun, because people are like... Get me the fuck out of here, and yeah. this is going to take 12 hours. This so is why I do live the, television. So the cafeteria scenes became less and less, if you'll notice, if you watch. That's mm, why. No. But, like, um, yeah. So it was it, it, it was awesome to meet everyone. But it was, like, the first day of school. I was like, does that you guys like me? Um, it was awesome. How could they not? Yeah. Love it. You guys, I literally have Notes. 40 questions we'll for keep each going. of you. Guys. Come on. No, Kurt has to go home. Oh, it's Kurt. Kurt, oh. one more pun. 
Come on, Kurt. One more pun. Kurt. Bring us out on a high note, man. Don't fuck this up. (laughs) If we give you a pun, can we we do ten more minutes? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. There you go. I'm honestly right, asking. Bring you me the pun. Wrap me it up. Pun. Let's hear it. Um, Here we go. I gotta, I, I gotta come up with a okay, fresh okay. one. Okay, okay. Give me a pun. Quickly, Google. Okay. <laughs> so think of a pun, uh, but I want to know, you know, in difficult situations like being asked, can you shave y- your head? Yeah. Carl. Mm. Um, <laughs> Happily. Let's go. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, since what am I shaving now? I told you that was the bathroom <laughs> incident. That was I the had. problem, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I think all of our issues was like uh, just personal gr- grooming. Gr- personal grooming issues, just like <laughs> <Right>. pube issues. <laughs> and again, the, there's no such thing as pubes anymore. The, 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 That's how you yes. can tell if they're under 25. I think pubes are okay. Like, just like, I don't mind a little bit of pubic like, hair. We're over 25. But a little bit of, you know. I think I don't want to. I don't need a wild and an untamed. A wild and untamed, just like freshly shorn, like a sheep. Freshly shorn. Clippered. 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 Yes. So both of you. Sorry. Yes. We're ending on a high note. Yeah, a little bit. Occasional vintage. We're going to get to the question the laptop. Exactly. But both of you guys starred on like youth programs. Yeah. Uh, like when you were in Orlando, Orlando oh was God, such a big. No I was on Welcome Freshman. I was on Keenan and Kel. Really? I was on Mel's Amazing Movies. Oh, were you mm. now? So you went from an actor to a journalist. Yeah, I played Mel's boyfriend Bevan, and I had a oh. ponytail. There are no pictures of that. You didn't I get looked. nothing of that. Like yeah. a man bun ponytail, no, or like, like a, a rat like tail. It was, it was 1994. I had like a full. Oh, ponytail. just like a full oh. pony. Yeah. yeah, I like that about you. Do you think it helped you guys being on set? Mm-hmm. As a young person, to learn the professionalism and yeah. like that life is different, mm-hmm. that life outside of a set, we know nobody really knows what you do unless they've been on set. You know what I mean? Well, it's go for it. No, I think it's cool. Like, I was raised military, so I moved every two years of my yeah. life, but I always wanted to be an actor, so everywhere I'd go, I'd try to be. And one of the places we he retired to was Florida, and they had uh, Nickelodeon studios there, yeah. and so I got an agent, and I would, my mom thankfully would let my me. My brother did a show out of those studios. Yeah, would let me like drive to my auditions and skip school, and like she was super supportive of that. And you know, I performed in front of a live studio audience, I did the mm. multi camera sitcom, I did you know, recurring on some stuff. I did commercials. I did all kinds of stuff, but I was also like, also just a regular fucking middle class kid in Florida, you know, and also an Air Force brat. So I'm all of it. Like, but I, but at the same time, I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't come to Hollywood or New York, which is where I first moved. Like, that's an interesting point. You know, like I knew that it was full of rejection and full of whatever. And so I think that that's a good thing that you guys had to, like even terms Makes you a normal person. Yeah, I mean, I was seven. My older brother appeared on a very successful Australian television soap opera called Neighbours. uh, Mm -hmm. Started Russell Crowe and Kylie Minogue. So he was on that in those glory years. So I was seven and he would take me to set and it was sort of this wonderful world of make-believe and I grew up around that. And then fortunately have been lucky enough through my life to continue working in the business, both in front of and behind the camera. Um, And it's interesting sort of having the double perspective. I've always said the more bites out of the entertainment pie I can have, the better you are. So I've been talent, but I've also yeah. Being production, which and makes you a better interviewer, it gives you, probably. Well, yeah, but that's it exactly because you know what people because you know what people well, on the other end are feeling because you've been. Yeah, the but it, when I'm yeah. standing there getting frustrated as talent, mm-hmm. I can take a moment and go, okay, but why it's being held up is because they're doing that yeah. to make me look good or whatever. Yeah, I've been an assistant to like a music manager right. of, of Bobby McFerrin. So is that advi- what yeah, advi- it's, it's what advice? What like, advice would you give to somebody who says I want to get into this business? Uh, I would say, well, I would say a few things. Stay in school, stay in class, 
be around people who inspire you and don't be a dick. Correct. Don't, don't be, a, be dick. a dick. That's the biggest thing. There are so many people who have been stars for a hot second and gone. But guess CW what? CW people, MTV people, I've had <laughs> but, them on the but, show. But you, you look at Tom Hanks, you look at Julia Roberts, you look at Meryl Streep. There's a reason they have had careers that have lasted. people want to hang out with them. Yes. And, and beyond their talents, they're just nice to people. And it doesn't take much to be. Look, we all have bad days. We sure, all have moments where we're a bit cranky. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Sure. But it doesn't take much at the end of the day to go, oh, sorry, I was a bit of a shit. To me, it takes more work to be an asshole. Correct. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I listen, I mean, you know. I'm, I'm just be... kidding. And, but, but it's very different. <laughs> <laughs> because, Carla, you've been a spokesperson for, for HIV, but you're also, you know, the friendly person for ABC7. You're also the one that makes Glenn Close laugh and... You always have to be on because if you ever have a bad day, everybody's going to tweet yeah, I, about it and know about it. It is funny you say that, that being on is, and I think we can all relate. And maybe why I failed in trying to have personal relationships with people because people are so used to sort of seeing me as the on version. And it is me. This is not a pretend version, but it's certainly being on. And when you do that seven days a week and you're on all the time, you have moments where you just go, I often will go home from work at the end of the day and sit on my sofa. I don't turn on the TV. I just sit and I just and stare I'm at a wall. I literally I dream yeah. of staring You're right. at walls. But, I love to but stare I do at it. Walls. And then and so I start sort of maybe dating someone and it's all on and fun and exciting, which is me, I'm not pretending. But then after a week or so they meet the quiet version of me and they're like you okay? I'll hit a wall every once in a yeah, while. Where you, I'm like, I just can't do I, it. You have I, to. That's you, I've got to like leave. Partial yeah. introverts. That's and then, like, I'm are you like okay? an extra, right. I'm an extroverted I'm an introvert. introvert. That's right. me. Are you yeah. okay? Totally. Are you yeah. in a bad mood? No, I'm fine. I just You're need so a second. Quiet. What's I'm the matter? Second to myself. Yeah, I just I'm the need same a one. second. Because your job is talking to people. So was mine. When I get an Uber, I wish I could just hold up a sign that says, please. Shut up. Yeah, I'm nice, but don't talk to me. Put on your headphones. But still, I hate small talk because I think it's it's ingenuine. Number one. I hate and small talk. I fucking it. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. I hate it. How are you? I'd it's rather get right into it. You want to know who I am? Like, <laughs> Well, I, my favorite is, and it's rather an Australian saying, <laughs> people go, how's your day been so far? And I go, well, it's 9.30. I got up. I had a poo. Uh, <laughs> and I took a shower and had breakfast. That's my day so far. How's yours? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, not much has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, Kurt, do you have a, a pun? Come on, Kurt. Kurt, I mean, don't I, fuck I, this up. I have quite a few in my repertoire. Mm. Of, oh, 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 God. Oh, now, now, he, now, now, he's now he's bragging. Yeah, yeah. now he yeah. has, like... Um, I, the one I go to usually is... Um, so someone threw me a, a, a soda the other day. Um, hit me in the head. L luckily, it was a soft drink. Oh. oh Please give yourself a sound effect. You know what you do? Come on. Like a what? Oh, no, there that was go. the wrong thing. <laughs> you, go, you go, normally it was a... Uh, like you do a thing yeah, right he, before you, he, yeah. he builds it you build it and then yeah. but but within that building with the uh then you kind of drop it I down I wish the viewers softer. and listeners could see him <laughs> and his Disney blouse yeah so we good. might need a camera <laughs> um, okay. so we end the show by doing something uh, you know we've done rapid fire but this is specific rapid fire Beth we're not doing rapid fire for you we're doing something a little special for you okay so we're gonna do rapid fire for Carl and Brandon who wants to go first I'll, I'll go you first. Go. Yeah, sure. Carl, it's very fun. It's very silly. Oh, I'll be the judge of that. Wait, why oh. am I not doing rapid fire? Oh, because, like I said, they have something else. Oh, no. You. Do I pour more vodka in here? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I need to wee so badly, so let's rapid fire. Yeah. Right. Okay, 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 here we go. Here we go. Okay. Celebrity who has passed that you would love to interview? Ooh. 
Oh, and I have this answer at the top of my head all the time. It's uh, called rapid fire card. I, I, okay, um, Sherry Lewis. Is that that her? is so is weird with lamb chop. The puppet yeah. lamb chop. Yeah. yeah. You know her. You know her. You asked. It's called rapid fire. Her daughter performs at Magic Castle. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just to bring it around. around back. The residual stump. But it's not lamb chop. It's pork chop. It's it's. I like hush puppy, but. Oh. Are you allowed to say that? I like to. And now am I racist? Isn't that what the puppet was called? I don't remember. The, oh my god, donkey. you guys are called rapid fire. Well, you derailed it. <laughs> Let's talk for four more hours. <laughs> yes, honestly, we actually could. Worst on-camera mishap, whether it was your fault or the celebrity's fault, or I thought I was interviewing somebody else and it wasn't them. <gasps> yeah, I hate oh, that. And I gave hate a name, that. and they were like, "Well, she was great in this." Oh, I hate man. that. Sam yeah. Rubin did that. Uh, Sam Rubin does that a lot. <laughs> You've had good times with Sam Rubin. Have I? I've but you like George, you like George Pinocchio better, don't you? Who doesn't? I love everybody. There you go. Okay, rapid fire. Carl, kiss, Mary kill. Uh huh. Megan Kelly, Melania Trump, Sarah Sanders. I would uh, kiss Melania. I would mm-hmm. marry Megan Kelly, and uh, I'm sorry, bug eye, you're gone. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. okay. And I want to just say something quickly on the Megyn Kelly. I know we have to wrap up. Oh, I, I had a whole I thing about it. I really but wanted here, to know. I do want to say this. I got a lot of shit for going on the Megyn Kelly show. I f- felt from offended a lot of, that you went on the show, Okay, to be and I'll tell you why I went on the show. That's exactly why I went on the show. Yes. She, her audience and who she represented for that audience... Those are the people who needed to hear the message more than any gay guy. You know what? Or You're right. Or, and, In and, retrospect, and, and, that's how I felt. But my initial was like, yes. And I will say this about Megyn Kelly: um, she could not have been more lovely, more inviting, more engaging, and made me feel more comfortable. Whether you disagree or agree, what she's done some silly that's things, but I will say this: she was fantastic. She made me feel at home. And you know what? NBC. And her show are the only network morning news show who have given me a platform to talk about HIV and talk about U equals U. So I think we need she, to engage more with, our, with the interview. opposite side mm-hmm. and to stop hating people so much initially. Correct. We I have to engage more. My we first, have to. It's the only way to move forward. My first reaction was like, what the hell? And then I thought that she was treating you like like a zoo animal. Like, tell us tell us what you know from your magic world. But then in rewatching the interview for you coming on the show, I was like, it was an educational thing. A hundred percent. And yeah, the, her audience are the people that need to hear and see HIV positive people. Yep. We can make babies. We can be married. We can live very healthy, happy, long lives. Because they're not the ones looking. They're not the ones like Correct. listening to Dan Savage. They're That's not right. The ones, That's right. You know, you guys, yeah. the who worst, are the same. Rapid worst rapid fire, rapid fire ever. Rapid. Right, sorry, is, sorry. I'm going to see what Christian thinks. But, what, but, what is your ritual when you get home from Oscar night? After oh, the you know what? Or? You know what my ritual is. You've Googled. In and out. Uh, no, my ritual is this. I have, well, <laughs> if I still have the energy, um, I have a always quite a nice bottle of proper French champagne and peanut M&Ms. I get out of the suit. I take the face off. I literally sit in my tidy white. I, I sit in so my, they, have, you, have you not got the picture to put up? So tidy whiteies. I sit in tidy whiteies. M&Ms. I sit in tidy whiteies with peanut M&Ms and a bottle of champagne. And at 3 a.m. I finally sit and watch the Academy Awards comfortably and properly. I love that. That love is, that. and that's my... So honest. you know what's going to happen next Academy Awards? Great. We're all going to be there I mean, at 3 a.m. Please uh, come over. No, well, I would on. happily sit and if we all have to get in our underwear. Of course. And it's always, it's nice champagne too. I'm a little My friend's Andrew Christian will what's get it all sponsored. What's the champagne? What's champagne? <laughs> we'll uh, I like sponsored. boutique champagne houses. So... Um, you guys, it's the worst rapid fire. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. Carl, your guilty pleasure. 
The Golden Girls? No, that's not a guilty pleasure. That Shoot. kind of is now. It is. It, sh- it, sh- it shouldn't be. But see um, Drew Jogi at and, uh, Casita del Campo. And yes. but but anything kind of oh. geeky documentary, um, and chocolate. Oh, mm. chocolate. Okay. Go pee. We're gonna do rapid fire because. Oh, I get to go pee. You can tell I'm shifting in my chair. Real fast because you're okay. you're gonna want to be here for Beth. Oh well. Okay. I'm gonna go. What wait. am I doing? I know you have no clue. <sighs> Brandon, I'm yes. freaking out. A Least bit. favorite hairstyle to do, like when a celebrity says, "Hey, I want to do this," and you're like, "Beach waves." That's what does that mean? even mean? No, that's not you. Oh, it doesn't. No, no, no. Because I, talking... I always go like, slick it on the side and beach, no, I'm beachy talking... wave it over here. No, you like messy, lived in curls. Yeah. I'm talking like beach waves. Beach yeah. waves. Boring. Miley Cyrus last night at at Avengers premiere. I'm oh, always, is that a beachy favorite. wave? I'm always okay. like this. I'm always like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you yeah. want to do to my... I always push you a little out I of Yeah, which I like. Sense. You gave me bangs one year uh, that yeah. they that, that he just in. like clipped on I can tell you, Beth, your hair, it always look like, your hair is just beautiful because it frames your face however you wear it. Yeah. Which is unusual for actors because sometimes they need to wear their hair a certain way. Well, listen, I mean, I do too. I, I couldn't like make it short, I don't think, because it would be not cute with my face. <laughs> you could do anything. Oh my god! Okay, rabbit. Okay. Okay. Who was who your hall pass from Craig? Like your Chris celebrity. Pine. Mine's Dave Grohl. Okay, oh, bye. Really? See you later. Ew, but he's so crunchy and dirty. Oh, Chris. Or hot. Chris Pine used to be cute. Did you put and a different nice. vodka? Any Chris no, Pine? No, it's the same. Stoli. <laughs> oh, now she's. <laughs> you were in jail, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what is your housewife uh, tagline? I just came up with one the other night. Remember, we were we were serving. Yes. What, what did I say? It was really good. It was if it's something like if it's too expensive, it's for me. Oh, oh. I think that it, it, it was something. something l- yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have expensive? You do you have shop, expensive tastes? It's something. It was something good. Yeah. I honestly don't like if Target had a version of something I wanted, I, I would do. I'm it. really bad yeah. at the the housewife tagline. Yeah. yeah, but I, you're I right. You did something I said okay. I said something really good. Okay, rapid sure fire, Chris. Go home. All right, sorry. Guilty pleasure. Uh, peanut M and M's. I also like of M and M's. And yeah. his thing was M and M's. Okay, well my kid Carl, loves his pe- guilty pleasure is M and M's. Is M and M's and my yeah, peanut. peanut. Yeah. And my I kid. I keep a bag of them because if I want to, if I have a sweet tooth at night, I can it's eat a few enough. of them. Carl, I'm really serious. After the next Oscars, can we do an after? We can do it from my house. Andrew Christian will sponsor really it. We'll fun. have sponsored underwear. Can and I get we'll have sponsored. Oh, Tomboy X should sponsor it. I'm friends with all the Tomboy X underwear people. I like oh, Tommy that. John if they're listening. Uh, no offense to oh, Andrew Christian. But some ESPN. of their models are a I little bit naked. of see you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you know right. I mean? <laughs> they all believe in themselves so quite a lot. Hairstyle you wish would make a comeback? You know what? Anything. This is one that I messed up on Glitter Bomb. Because I, I said the opposite. Beehive. My national TV show with Patrick Gomez, the first Latinx yeah. LGBT programming. You want the beehive yes, to make a how comeback? fun. All right, well. Okay. It's a comeback I'll hairdo, do, right? Do, yeah. Do, and you guys, you coming do? up on the show, we have Alex Fogers coming on the show from England. He was Amy Winehouse's stylist. He is responsible I love for her hair. Oh. He's responsible for this hairdo. He's I coming on the it. show to talk about that. Do you guys want to talk about the documentary and get really super bummed out? See you guys later. I still love it. He's Anyway, okay, but we can't. Yeah. Okay. okay. I love her hair, by the way. Carl, uh, yes. where can viewers and listeners find you on all your social media? Uh, well, uh, well, at 
Carl J. Schmidt, K A R L J S C H M I D. That's me across social media and uh, ABC7. We've got some cool stuff coming up. ABC7 is the official broadcaster this year of LA Pride. Uh, yeah. So hopefully nice. I will be. A, it's the first time LA Pride. I'm on Pride, the Latin stage. A first time LA Pride is being broadcast That's as a thing. So yeah, ABC7 huge. is the home of that. ABC is also the home of World Pride, uh, which will be later in June. Um, and on the red carpet, we have a special coming up from the Platino Awards, the Premios Platino Awards, which will air on uh, the 18th of May so there you go if you have to if you have to ask the price I'm too expensive oh that's, that's it that's a good that's, you that just was housewife yes, yes that was my yeah. about your moniker yeah right? Right? where can our viewers and listeners find you at Brandon Liber- I'm Bre- Brandon Liberati everywhere everywhere it's so, so dot easy. com yahoo gmail uh, AOL AO- yeah everything. so Beth I had um, rapid fire questions okay but go. instead... Oh my god, I'm scared. <coughs> I'm legit afraid right now. This is I'm why I got you a little liquored up. I'm s- Oh, also, I'm slightly drunk. I'm not even <laughs> oh, going to lie to you. I, like, it just happened, well, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking let's drunk. Let's chug what we Kurt, have left. Ready? We're going to add a little reverb to her microphone. I have to pee so bad I can't even do that. But No, but you, I, you I'm have, waiting. I have to wet my pants, I too. Am, I'm on this high fiber. Should we just take it? You two go take your time. We'll talk. Uh, Beth Dover, we know that you're a karaoke princess. I also know know what your go-to is because I'm a private investigator. Oh, I heard the reverb. We've got the reverb. Oh, Oh, that? Dude, you definitely don't want me to do that. This is loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, put up the words, though, right? Jesus this Christ. is frightening. Oh my, oh my god. god. No, it's fabulous. What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do, cause I'm gonna be just fine. Check it out if I wanna take a god. Home with me tonight. And if she wanna be a freak and sell it on the weekend. <laughs> now you shouldn't even get into who I'm giving skins to. Don't try to change my mind. I'll tell you one more time. <laughs> now, who do you think you are? Put in your cheap two cents in. Don't you got nothing to do? Then worry about my friends. Check it. I can't do nothing, girl, without somebody bugging. I used to think that it was me, but now I, I feel like it wasn't. They told me to change the companies, and so I pop one. Opinions are like assholes, and everybody's got one. I never put my nose where I'm not supposed to. Believe me, if it's something that I want to step it closer. Not one for playing high pole like the Hasa Diddy 90210 type of hoe. Hey. I treat a man like he treats me. Difference between a hooker and a hoe ain't nothing but a fee. So hold your tongue tightly. Wish you could be like me. You popping all the mess only to stress and to spite me. Now you could get with that or you could get with this. But I don't give a shit because really it's none of your business. She's on point. No, no. I love it. You guys, okay. Fantastic. 1993. Yes. 1993. That was amazing. You guys, so sorry it went over, Kurt. You guys. Uh, Kurt, you're Kurt's, the best. Kurt's not getting laid tonight. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, he, he Kurt. is. All you have to do is dress up like Harry Potter, and it's it's, it's all good. Wow, that, I cannot believe it was all that the things, simple. That, all the commercials that you showed, all the karaoke, the Magic Castle. It's awesome. I do my I mean, you, you a really, lot of ground. You really do your research. I'm just you glad you did. It. None of those grinder pictures turned up. So. I mean, I don't want to. I feel like Carl didn't get all of this. I really embarrassment. Didn't. No. Because I it's I cracked jokes with Carl. I was like, oh, I'm too fabulous for email because I kept going to spam. He's like, I'll see you later. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very busy day. Beth, tell our viewers and listeners where they can find you. Uh, official Beth Dover at Instagram. Um, 
Beth Dover won at Twitter, I think. Oh, we've got lots of handles. And, yeah, well, okay, so I mainly do Instagram. Official Beth Dover on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, that? you're very active on Instagram? More Instagram. you didn't post about the show on Instagram. I did, I did. I put it on the... Yeah, she did. I did. Oh, she did. She reposted everything I she posted. Ju- by the way, she just... And before we started... Yeah, I was doing an Instagram live thing. Fabulous. Everybody... <laughs> and on Twitter. You did on Twitter, Don't too. hate me. No, no, just And kidding. I put it on Twitter. I yeah. All right, we have to go. Kurt has to go home to his wife. Uh, Carl has to go home. Because uh, you to go to himself. bed like 9.30. I, it is possible. Everyone has to get I naked li- and go home because I'm the only and, one who sleeps you know in a dirt blanket. I'm going to get a phone call from Christian in the car. It'll be a full review for the last 20 minutes that he was able to tune into. All right. Well... Wait, hold on. Let me Instagram story this Abby. so you're not... Are you really? How can you go to the app? I wake it's up at Tues- 1 p.m. every day. It's Tuesday night. Yeah. How do I do this? <laughs> All right. I love everybody. Uh, oh, I don't know how to do right. it. Next up on the show... <laughs> Thanks uh, for having us, by the way. Thank, thank you for right. having us. You're it's awesome. This is what I love it's about the fun. show. We have a lot of fun. We talk about real things, and this is what entertainment is, because everybody... Tomorrow has, we won't know has, each has other. ...has a story. I think we're all going to hang out. Oh, she's yeah. taking a selfie with not us. Ha- in oh, it. that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> how do, how do you I guys, do uh, coming do up I on the show, we have the KFC heiress, and she's out of control. We met her. She's out of control. We're celebrating. She reminds me of Lady Gaga. Oh, my gosh. She does remind right? me of Lady yeah. Gaga. Oh, yeah. at Drunk Fitness, which was so much fun. Here we go. Okay. Thank Craig you, ladies We're going to go. See you okay. next time. Okay, bye. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>